This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. What's up, guys? Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. Kurt Geyer speaking. And Doug Schmidt. We're just doing the intros. We're here. Just hanging out. Dudes being dudes, man. <laughs> Bunch of dudes being dudes. We, we thank you for tuning in, and we thank you for supporting us. Uh, we don't ever plug this like we probably should, but uh, go wherever you listen, try and write us a review. If you wouldn't mind sharing our socials. It takes you two seconds. Two seconds. It helps us. Um, you know, let us know you listen. We I, appreciate that a lot. I also heard it helps your deer season look. Oh, look at the podcast is back. I just heard it. I heard that was that. a rumor. I heard that too. Um, also, we need to offset for the fucking prudes who don't like uh, cussing. That go in there and say one star. I clicked on your faces, and even though it's marked explicit, I'm mad. Um, when they should be blaming themselves, they yeah, that's blame like us. going to a porn site and being mad you see boobs. So what are you doing? <laughs> that's a great analogy, and I love that. <laughs> so we doing? need to offset that. So if you have one not star. given us a review, uh, please do. That means a lot. Workingclassbowhunter.com. We got some merch. Got some new merch on the way. Some goodies. Great merch coming. Great merch. I'm well, excited. There's some cool stuff coming. Oh yeah. Uh, we were really delayed on one item that needs to be already on the store. Um, yeah, we need to get on that. We got that new working class for your ass soap. It, it's, it might seem like a gimmick and it's a joke, but it's actually very nice quality soap. Great. Our, our friends at the antler shed make that from scratch, all organic. You can put it on your face and you're not going to break out. It's good stuff. There's put loofah in it. Put it on your ass. <laughs> Don't put it on your ass. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's what we got going on. Uh, Big stuff coming. Yeah, but we're hunting. You're hunting. We're all we're all happy. Look at us all hunting. Have you filled tags? <laughs> Who would have thought? Who would have thought we're all hunting? <laughs> it's that time of year, and I love it. Uh, we're gonna run through and be nice to you guys. We got long winded last week, and we're gonna be fair. I know how that goes. You just want to get to the content. I know you're probably skipping this right now. But your daddy's over here at WCB. You need to uh, keep food on the table. Uh, we're poor. We're poor. Uh, podcast big time. Love them. Huntworth scent crusher. Love them. Old Barn Taxidermy, Loophole Optics, Love Trophy Line, Spy Point, Camel Fire, Novix Tree Stands. Check them out. Um, seriously, so thankful for all these brands. Yeah. And 
we're thankful that like they gave us the opportunity. And I was telling somebody about this the other day. We started podcasting when we went to shows for the first three years. We spent more time explaining what a podcast was than oh, what man. we were. That first year was brutal. First two years. And like, now... You had a smartphone? Yeah, like you can listen to us. And I'm like, nah. just put their phone back in their pocket slowly and walk away. Yeah. We try to get everyone to subscribe. So like from oh, that to that like brutal. guests we wanted to have on, be like, I don't have time for you. Companies kind of laughed at us when we like approach them about being on or a partnership. Calling us nerds and stuff. And now it's just, uh, it's different. It's a different world. Now everybody's trying to get a podcast. Like, oh shit, everyone else has one. We need one now. I um, heard there's 2.4 million podcasts out there now. It's too many. Not everybody deserves a podcast. And someone would argue that we don't. But I'm just saying we were one of the first in the outdoor game. So we were here first. <laughs> yeah. We weren't here first, but we're, we're, we're in there. But <laughs> we're in there. I guess what, I, what I'm trying to get to is thank you for the support because we wouldn't be where we are if it wasn't for you guys supporting us and listening and uh, That's a sharing fact. the good word. We have a blast doing it. I hope you have a blast uh, listening. Me too. And um, I just hope you're having a good time. We've evolved, right? We've evolved with business and, and things we have to do. But I feel like at the same time, it's kind of hard to argue that we haven't stayed true to our roots. Like If you listen to episode 500, oof, come on. Let's just skip that one. No, tune into that one. Listen to it twice. <laughs> Doug's embarrassed by that one. <laughs> yeah. Are you embarrassed by that episode? Yeah, a little bit. You shouldn't be, though. I get a little toasty. I say a lot of dumb shit. Yeah. I had a listener write in um, about some shit we said on a podcast about, like, dog tracking. This is before the Gary Blessing one. And uh, I just was trying to back to him, like, you guys said this, and then you said this. And, you know, it, it, I think you ended up being kind of resolved. But I'm like, hey, man, there's something that you just need to realize and this is true for all conversations. Like, we're just talking. Yeah, there's no script or anything. It wasn't like, hey, Doug, we're going to just talk about this, this, and this, and here's the script. You read that? Yeah. We're going to contradict ourselves. Oh, for sure. We've probably done that a million times. All the time. And we're also going to say some shit we don't mean. And whether it's in the moment, we might yeah. be thinking a certain way. But I say a lot of shit I don't mean just for entertainment value. Um, <laughs> yeah, you do. You know what I'm saying? You try sneaking in there. It's funny. <laughs> it is funny. You know what I mean? Like, if I was yeah, just like... Relax, man. If I wanted to be a fucking nerd all the time... Yeah. It wouldn't be that much fun. Yeah. Chill out. <laughs> <laughs> Chill out. Well, Doug, man. since we're already in this uh, intro, do you have a veteran shout-out this week? I do. Thank God. <laughs> this one's submitted by James Osh, and the veteran is David Flapjack Gillette. That's a pretty cool nickname. Just like the Razor Company. Uh, he's in the U.S. Navy. Says, I'd like to give a shout out to my homie of many names Maverick, Flapjack Dave, Captain Big Arms. Damn. Our boy Big Arms. <laughs> Flapjack Dave is the shit. I like Flapjack better. Our boy Captain Big Arms has seen his fair share of combat overseas and has been keeping us stateside folk safe since the day he graduated high school. He has dedicated his life to protecting the motherfucking USA. Mm. Anyways, I just want to say thanks for the best drunk uncle my kids could ask for. Hell yeah. I love it. Everybody needs they to always, get drunk, Uncle. They always know when Uncle Fifi is home because the recycling can makes a special sound of beer bottles clanking together. Hmm. He's come a long way from being the 90-pound, 5'6 kid riding his BMX bike around town My to guy. the 185 pounds, still short as you can't as you can't lift weights to make you taller man he is today. Hmm. From the time we spent together, he's lost and f forgotten kids pedaling around town and stealing people's alcohol. 
to the time we got to spend together as adults in the woods hunting and making memories, watching our children grow. I appreciate you. P.S. Big Dave, fuck you. I don't know what that means. <laughs> All right. That must be to somebody. Uh, says we've been hunting together since we were kids. We still hunt together today. Archery hunting is our passion, although we are not afraid to throw some lead. PA and Ohio whitetail hunters mostly. Love it. So thanks for spending that, James. And uh, thank you for your service, Flapjack. Flapjack, you're the man. Flapjack. Thanks Dave. for your service. Cool. Y'all want some flapjacks? Like it. That's a good one. Yeah, that was a good one. Let's get to it. Enjoy the episode. Thank you for being here. I'm Chase Rolson with Rubline Marketing. This is Jeff Lindsay. This is Michael Pitt. Hey, everybody. It's John Dudley from Knock On TV. Hey, guys. This is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline. Hi, I'm Taylor Drury from Drury Outdoors. Hey, this is Nick Munt from Bow Collector. Hey, this is Melissa Buckman. Working class bow hunter. Working class Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. You're listening to the working class bow hunter. That's right. This is the podcast for Billy Joe Lunchbucket, the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T. Bone Turner from the Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. Nobody pushes the envelope like working class bow hunter. It's really, really not that good. Welcome to the podcast. This is episode 542, I think. And also, sorry about the intro. Doug and I recorded that a couple weeks ago. Years pre- ago. A year? Preparation for uh, the rut hunting and really not being here, but we ended up. We're here in the middle of the rut. <laughs> now we're here. So this podcast launches Thursday morning. We're here on Wednesday night. So we are as current as possible that we've been in a long time. Kurt Geyer speaking. Eric Common. Doug Schmidt. We got a full house tonight, fellas. We do have a full house. Austin Chandler is back in the studio. Hey, guys. How's it going? Good to see you. <laughs> hey, how's it going? Hey, how are it's you? Been a, it's been a hot minute. You've been harvesting the corns and the beans. Oh, man, finally done. Finally able to hunt a little bit. Oh, nice. Look out, deers. No, no luck yet. You'll catch one. Eventually. Juddimus, the Mammoth Tusk guy, is here. How's it going? Good to see you, Judd. Yeah, good your, to be here. Your smiling face. So the, happy. The smell of a cold Mountain Dew cracked on a November morning. No, they're hot. Okay, they're room warm. temp. All right, a little warm out. We have returning dude favorite to the studio. What's up? De- <laughs> Devin Leonard is dude. <laughs> And then... Our favorite Wyoming cowboy of all time, Trey Heiner, is here in the studio. What's up, guys? Welcome to Whitetail Country. Yeah, thanks. Actually, thanks for letting us be around you while you just slay <laughs> the biggest whitetails of everybody so far this year. Oh, what can I say? E- <laughs> easy work, baby. <laughs> just a board natural, I guess. We got a story there. I'm excited for it. And then we're going to get into some other fun stories. We're going to try and pry some stories out of Trey because we have them in the studio. Normally, we're like in your hunting camp and there's just a lot to do. And it's kind of like we're, all we're tired. tired and yeah, well, there's no air over there. So we're our fat Midwestern butts are just breathing heavy and cold so. and everything else. But anyway, I uh, hope everybody's rut hunting is doing well. I say real quick, since we're so current, we should probably do like a rut update. Do you think that's fair? Because yeah, see what everybody's seeing and talk about some tactics for the next five days. And let's get into some big buck stories. Who wants to go first? 
Austin, I'm looking at you. All right. Well, I'm, mine's pretty short because <laughs> right. I didn't even get to hunt very much. I got I caught some rainy days in October, but I didn't get done harvesting until the 3rd. So my first day of setting in, I actually got to see a really good chase. And uh, it was it was a really big old five-year-old buck chasing this hot doe. And he was warding off like three 130s and another little buck while he was running off those 130s that little buck slipped in and bred that doe like 50 yards from me so that was pretty cool sneaky sneaky so my first set in after harvest i'm like damn this is a good way to start yeah and uh then it's been pretty slow ever since (laughs) yeah (laughs) all right what do you think the deer are doing in the next five days i my one of my hunters today saw a doe getting bred and they were off by themselves doing their own thing i'm i think we're seeing a little bit of lockdown already Mm -hmm. i think some bucks are taking the does back and just kind of i've seen them parking them in cornfields like in waterways getting them away from everybody so i think we're seeing some lock already i everything you just said i agree with yep not what you want to hear i've seen i have not seen i saw 30 deer the other morning and all i saw was year and a half and two-year-olds bumping does i saw a lot of does that's about how would same thing i've been seeing too it makes me think the big boys you know not everywhere there's pockets you know of course the big bucks are gonna get up and cruise but i think generally speaking and maybe I'm wrong here, but this is just what I'm from my experience. I think the big bucks are locked down, but any minute they're going to get up and start cruising for more does. So yep. I think with the cold front coming in this weekend, it's going to be hot. Yeah, hopefully they're on a. Some of them are coming on a lock and looking for doe number two. And it was 75 degrees today. Yeah, mm-hmm. 77 tomorrow. was it said in my truck on the way over here. So tomorrow we got another be hotter. or today launching the podcast. Meh, weather and then. Friday, Friday tomorrow. Morning. It's yeah, supposed Friday to break. morning. You got to be in the stand. Yeah, take your vacation day according to Deercast. Yeah. You're sick. You're sick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, working class. Hopefully, someone's at work blaring this on a Thursday, and their boss is like, "Hold on, what is that guy saying? What did he say? <laughs> he did say he was going to take tomorrow off. <laughs> Man, listen, he doesn't need the job anyway. I know you can hear this, dude. Fuck that job. He's going hunting. Stick to the man. So That's right. Well, your welds will be there Monday, right, Eric? That's, they're always there the next day. Then parts will be there. <laughs> All right. The way they, I look at it. They yeah. ain't going anywhere. Like they're, not go, anywhere. Yeah, they're not going to paint for another week anyway. What the fuck's yeah. the deadline for? Yeah, exactly. Sorry, guys. Go hunting. It's a rut. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're trying to get to. Were you guys out on, on the rut deal? Judd, you got anything to add in there? We're nope. Hitting the Illinois side first. Not really. It's the uh, same thing you guys Any said. mammoth sightings lately? No, uh, maybe Get one. in that mic a little more. Maybe one. You saw one? I might have. 40%. 40 Okay. 40? One mammoth? That's not bad. Might have just been a hairy elephant. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Doug, Eric, <laughs> Iowa, what's going on over there? I think there? it's the same thing like you said. You know, just one and a half, two and a half year olds chasing. That's about all I've seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw one good one, but it's too far. I mean, I've seen some okay bucks cruising, right. but nothing like Yeah, nothing. I went out Monday, Monday night, and all the does came out of the field, but there was, I seen two bucks. And they wouldn't come out of the field. They just chase the does out to the field, and they would turn around. But mm-hmm. there was a buck walking out twenty yards from my truck, and uh, I'm like, "Go figure." Yeah, right. Out in the middle of this freaking bean field. So I'm like, "Oh, he doesn't see me yet." So I start grunting at him, and he was circling around me, trying to get down. Circling around your truck. Yeah, no, <laughs> circling around, trying to circle around me to figure out what I am. And he didn't give two shits. He stayed within twenty yards till mm-hmm. I got into my truck. That was pretty cool. Nice. I need to find a spot that carries. I want to. I want to run a decoy the next five days, and I really want a DSD, but I don't know if anywhere sells them where I can just go get one. Not I, I, I tried one. Doesn't Ross have a DSD? 
Yeah, but I don't want to be that guy. I'm that guy. I've, already, bar- I've already borrowed his four-wheeler I'm, like three times. <laughs> I, I borrowed Todd's guy. DSD the other day, and I'm just like, I'm like, ah, I feel like I'm going to be driving and the ear's going to blow off. Yeah. And I'm like, that's like an $800 ear. <laughs> they this, are expensive, aren't they? I think they're like, I don't know, four or something, five or something. I think they're 500 bucks. Uh, dude, they're sweet, though. If I could find a store that carries them, I'd probably buy one. I just looked that up, Eric. Jamie. All right, I'll look it up. Um, See, I don't even know anyone that's held, that's carries them. Yeah, they're sweet. Feels Bass Pro's not that far, I guess. Yeah, an hour. We'll figure it out. Um, or maybe I'm looking it up. Yeah, see who uh, carry on if anyone's a retailer. Um, okay, talking. This is this story gets good. Trey and Devin, looking at you guys. So Devin came out last fall, and um, we figured some stuff out. Judd is is the you're the. You're the the PH. Yeah, I'll take that. I'm happy about that. He's the PH. So uh, Devin came out and basically shot a whitetail like right away. First sit last year. You guys remember that? Two hours. Two hours. Two hours sit. On the 100% form. Must be nice. And that's still the case. Yep. That's still the case. Okay. Okay. Very proud of you. (laughs) There are some great clips from that. Do not. Do not put my buck down. I know what's about to happen, okay? No, what? I, no, I know no, what's no, going to happen. No. I'm not putting your buck down. <laughs> okay, okay. I never would do that. Okay. Your buck was awesome. <laughs> no, that thing was awesome. We're just saying. <laughs> so we're, we're just saying. We're just saying. But we've been trying to talk Trey to come and do a whitetail camp. Because, Trey, have you ever done any whitetail hunting prior to this? No, not personally. I took my wife to a place in Texas, and it wasn't a hunt. It was basically a kill. Really? It didn't they just, feel? They just ringed a feeder, basically, and. <laughs> really? And I was like, oh, okay. Ping. That was it, huh? Yeah, it was, it was like a five-minute hunt. Yeah, so you didn't really get, like, and that's not really, like, a Midwestern whitetail experience is, like, I think, and I don't know, maybe you guys look at it different, being out west and not being around them. When you think whitetails, like, what type of hunt do you think about? Like, what's, like, the the golden whitetail hunt? Well, now this. Was it before was you it, came no, out here? I, I had the, kind of that Texas thing in my mind. That's why I wasn't in a... Big hurry to get out here with you guys. You thought that's really? what we, you thought that's what we all did. Kind of. Just sit there, <laughs> just sit there, I just, just sit there over a feeder and read every once in a while. Trey like, just, well, just sit in a tree and they like, walk wow, by. Me. Essentially, that's kind of what they do, but it's obviously a lot more to it. Yeah. He's like, "What's the big deal? I don't get it." Well, I yeah, think I didn't. a lot Coming of from west the west where I'm at, it's 100 percent different. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, it is total 180. But I think that. What about you? Like, what was what's your perspective a little bit or before you whitetail hunted like this, a midwestern whitetail hunt? Yeah. So this is kind of how I envisioned it. The only thing that threw me off was like sitting so close to a road or a barn. Or I had just no idea that these big whitetail were hanging so close. Yeah. But that's why they're so smart too, because they live with you guys. Yeah. And they got to navigate their way around. So that's. This is how I envisioned it. I just didn't realize that that's where they lived, like in your backyards. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And to me, that's fascinating because that's where that whitetail game comes into play. And just like Trey and I were talking about, it's like that would be like that next step, right? Hanging out with you guys. You guys showing us the ropes. We kind of learned the basics. We learned beyond the basics. And then we like maybe start coming out here, get our own lease, and then start playing our own whitetail game, obviously with your guys' help. Yeah. And to me, that's like... Yeah, that's that's cool. Well, what I love about it is it's like, you know, we've been out west with you guys, and you guys have shown us the rope. So it's cool to have, like, especially you, Trey, because 
I've been out there so much. Our crew has been out there so much that it's neat to get you out here. Now, you know, Devin's been out, and that was exciting. But it was like, man, we need to get Trey out. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad we actually made it work because you're for people who don't know. I guess talk about what you do. We should probably explain that for people that might be like, oh, who is this Trey guy? Because they've heard you in the past. A right, uh, consistent listener has, but um, just take, talk about what you do. You bet. So yeah, I'm an outfitter in Wyoming. So basically. Hunt mule deer, elk, lions, bears, sheep, kind of do it all. Um, kind of all the traditional Western style horseback in the wilderness. And yeah, yeah, completely different, completely different deal. And for sure, but I've learned there's definitely things I learned here that I can take with there, and vice versa. So. Definitely. So people that like our Wyoming bear camps, it's Trey's camp. Yep. Where I killed my lion, which we still got to do that podcast this week. While you guys are here, I was out there with my elk, uh, the, out in that area with my mule deer. Um, like the bear camp when we first went. So if anybody is interested in trying to kill a lion or a mule deer or an elk or anything, I'm sure anything you can really hunt in Wyoming, you can figure it out how to kill it, but, um, hit you up pretty much and be like, Hey, I heard you in a working class bow hunter and I want to book a hunt. And that's really it, right? Yeah, that's basically it. Website in case anybody wants to. Yeah. You can go to grazeoveroutfitters.com. G R E Y S R river, whatever. Okay. Our river. <laughs> Are you? I didn't want to spell it all out, but yeah, river. Raise River Outfitters and perfect. Yeah, we can hook you up. Just let us know that Kurt sent you, and yeah, we'll get the pod. Figure well, it out. The boys. percent. You know, plan ahead for the future. You know, there's points, different areas we can hunt. Takes you know a few years out to plan with the point, the draw and stuff. And there's other areas you can just hunt over the counter. So yeah. And you're, you're really helpful with that, too. It's like, hey, I have this many points. What are my options? What do I got to do? What can you help me with? And so that's cool. Yeah, so, exactly. You, or if, and if my hunt doesn't fit what you're looking for, I mean, I know other outfitters and other areas, and we can yeah. send, send you there, too. You know? I'm trying to campaign, especially when we do the lion hunt, for people to experience a lion hunt. That is unreal. So I know, Chandler, you're kind of flirting with that idea a little bit. Yeah, it's kind of might be the next one on the agenda. It's I've always wanted to do it, and after watching you go out there and do it with Trey, that's pretty high on the list. I don't, Eric and Doug, you guys never. I don't know. I don't get like you guys are super interested. Maybe you are, or you just haven't expressed it to me. I mean, I have. I just have other things I want to do first before I shoot a lion. That makes yeah. sense. Judd, you scream, kill a lion to me. I'd never really had it on my radar until Trey handed me a skull, and I was like, uh, "Yeah, that that changes things quite a bit." <laughs> yeah, it like, they got that. a skull. Who knew? Yeah, yeah. that's bone. <laughs> like it was huge. It's, like, it's almost like a mammoth. Almost. It was. It was huge. Like uh, one of my buddies brought a bear skull out from New York. That and this lion skull is almost as big as this bear skull. Like it was. That's cool. It's a big lion. He said they're pretty rare that size, but I'd love to have one on my shelf. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, or full mount, mountain lion over your bed with in your my, wife. In my tiny little birdhouse, yeah. It'll be all right. <laughs> Makes a statement. That's right. Makes the house cozier. Just hang in the barn. Keep the coons out. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, for sure. So anyway, look Trey up on that. If you want to do hunts, check some uh, animals off your bucket list, chase some goals. So anyway, that's kind of adds in why we wanted to get you out here because you have so much hunting experience for extreme steep country western game. Cowboy shit. That that makes us want to cry. And uh, (laughs) so it was exciting to get you out here to see what that was like. And you haven't been to the studio and stuff like that yet. So we get it all planned out. Devin, basically, when I came out and shot my elk, it's like, all right, yeah, we're doing this. Or no, it was archery, the archery camp. And you and I ran around, Devin. We're like, all right, we're doing it. We're getting ready to go. And you were like, just find the week you're going, Devin. Book the flight. I'll go. 
So I don't know if you want to break any of that down or you want me to just kind of get to the point where it gets spicy. Well, I think the key thing was is like Trey's like, hey, we just have to plan it and then I'll go. Because if we don't plan it and then hold Trey to it, he's going to get somebody else that books another hunt, a late season elk hunt, and he's going to take them. Yeah. So the whole game plan between Kurt and I was like, dude, we got to get this booked. Yeah, in camp. In camp. Why we're out there elk hunting. Yep, in camp. And then we got to book his flight so he can't back out. <laughs> so that's kind of like... Lock him in. Yeah, we, we locked you in. <laughs> Perfect. I'm glad you did. So you guys were, come out, uh, were supposed to come out Friday, last Friday. Yep. So in real time, yeah, really last Friday. So perfect timing, you know, the whitetail rut. I'm hunting in a box blind, and Devin shoots me a text. And I don't know if you want to continue this. No, go for part. it. Shoots me a text. Oh, dude, fuck. My flight got delayed. No, it got canceled. Got canceled the first so day. So I was flying from Salt Lake to Dallas, and supposedly there was tornadoes in Dallas. So they didn't even, like, delay the flight. They just 100% canceled it. Oh, okay. Canceled it at that time, and then keep going. So, so I'm now, like, now I'm done. So I can't even make it to Whitetail Camp now. So I'm like, ah, son of a bitch. Well, then I'm sitting there. I'm just in the blind, and I'm just... You know, doing whatever you do. Just being and, down because Devin ain't going to make it. And I see, yeah, I'm like, ah, bummer. But I'm just thinking, it's like, he'll figure it out, right? Just right. fly out tomorrow. All good. We should probably tell that story first before I go. I feel like we should tell this, your next situation before I go to okay. Trey's situation. Okay. Because that's where it really kicks off. Yeah, so then we plan on flying out the next day. Well, the next day I'm flying into Chicago. And I guess there was major snowstorms. It was a two and a half hour delay till I could get on my plane. But the problem was, is my connecting flight was in only an, uh, an hour delay. So I was going to miss that flight, too. So I called every airline. Nothing would work. Big snowstorms for whatever reason. So now I've missed my flight. Can't get to Whitetail Camp for two days. I show up to the airport both times. Now I'm heading back to, to my house after my wife has to come pick me up. So anyway, <laughs> so finally, on the third day, I make it to Whitetail Camp. <laughs> so the first day... Friday, yeah, right. Friday, Trey calls me after Devin texts me saying they canceled his flight, and I'm thinking Trey's calling me to be like, "Hey, buddy, I'm at the airport. I'll see you later this afternoon. Can't wait. See you in a few hours." So I answer the phone all chipper. I'm like, "Hey, buddy," and then you just sound like defeated, and I'm like, "What? Uh oh, something ain't right." (laughs) And Trey, this is where you take over. (laughs) All right, yeah, so. Yeah, but you spare me the lecture on tying down loads. Cause <laughs> I gotta... Can I say something real quick now that Trey said that? Tying down loads. So one thing I've learned from Trey is don't ever worry about stuff falling out of the back of your truck because it never does. It never will. And my wife always hounds me, Devin, that's going to fly out of the be- that's gonna fly out of the back of your truck. I'm like, babe, this is what Trey does. He throws it in the back of the truck. Now, remind you, I've got a full bed. Trey has a flat bed. And my wife always tells me it's going to fly out. Well, I tell her, no, this is what Trey does. I'm going to do the same damn thing. I'm a cowboy. Yeah. City I'm a slicker. Cowboy. Okay? I'm a city I'm slicker. A cowboy, That's right. So I got to tell my wife, like, I'm a real man. Yeah. I'll throw it in the back and it's going to stay in there. Yeah. It's not a total flatbed. He's got a little well, rope on there. Well, now, Trey. Yeah, I do have bed rails on. Anyways, so yeah, I just, this bow case that I'm, I'm borrowing this bow case. It's, I don't even know what kind it is. It's really expensive. It's like a badass SKB yeah. bow case. Yeah, and I can, I can fit my whole room in it. So I load my. Swarovski binoculars in there, my hunting boots, crispies, all my sick of gear, my down coats, fifteen hundred dollars cash, my toothbrush. That was one of the saddest parts. <laughs> like you can't go get what? another toothbrush. Well, it's a 
one of them buzzer electric ones. Okay. $3,000 binoculars. Goddamn And he's worried about his, <laughs> his $13 well, I didn't brush my teeth for three days. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. It, keep going. Anyways. And so. Your bow. Yeah. My bow. Everything. And this lion skull that like, big old Tom I killed that were graciously given to. The old, um, what's it called? The old man. The old man. Yep. Yeah. Or should we. I don't want to know. I don't want to blow yeah, up Yeah. Let's not. Yeah. And anyways. So I went to throw up my, like the back seat of my truck. At first, I'm like, and it's not cleaned out. I'm like, ah, it won't even fit. This thing's so big. So I just like, I'll just put it on the back of my flatbed. I carry stuff back there all the time. Anyways, throw it in. I jump in. I'm running a little bit late. So I'm hauling butt to get to the airport and get there. I grab my backpack out my carry-on and go to grab my bow case. And there is no bow case on the back of my truck. <laughs> <laughs> and I my flight flies out in like 45 minutes. I'm like, oh. So I think, and I was zipping around the parking lot trying to find a place to park, so I think it fell out in the parking lot. Uh-huh. So I'm sprinting around the parking lot, the airport, down every row. I'm like, son of a bee, it's not here. So I'm like, crap. So then I called Kurt, and he's just like, what? <laughs> well, yeah, I'm like, shit. Well, in my head, say? it's gone. <laughs> yeah. You know? But also, I'm kind of like, Trey. You can't put it on a flatbed, bro, and drive through the Snake River Valley. My <laughs> wife was right. <laughs> yeah, I'm calling Sarah. Listen. Don't do not do it. Don't, don't kill, tell her. Don't kill Devin or Trey. When I heard this, I just imagined like, his bouquet sliding off and just going down a 10,000-foot fucking ravine. <laughs> just into just, the Snake River? Yeah. And then floating down into yeah. Idaho, wherever it goes. Yeah, I, that, I thought that maybe that's where it was, too. But So I drove clear out, drove back almost home about an hour. And then back again, and then back, like, I made, like, three trips back there to look, because it's oh. dark, you know, still. Yeah. And, anyways, no luck, so I just cried to myself, and then just pl- plastered, or plastered it all over yeah. the, so- the local town social media pages. Yeah. And I was just waiting for all the lectures about tying my bow case down. <laughs> <laughs> Did anyone lecture you? No, but the first, first 30 seconds, like, somebody comment about some guy losing his drugs and stuff off in a suitcase and called the cops i'm like dude i just i just want my bow i don't <laughs> yeah, it's like, where are we going with this yeah. well, you keep the drugs i just want my bow <laughs> yeah. i thought you were a drug dealer huh? <laughs> right yeah you're already wasting my time with this i just want my bow back <laughs> exactly yeah. so anyways it went like three days and nothing and i told kurt i'm like they're like i got a bow you can borrow i got everything i'm like yeah i know you do but i ain't coming out there and bumming stuff off everybody and yeah it's just not ideal like i'm scrawny Nobody's stuff's gonna fit me. Like, I'm, yeah. Like, it's just, we would we would have made it work for you. I'm like, and then there's like seven grand worth of stuff in there. I'm like, I can't afford to go out on a trip. I can get to work and pay for this. I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, if my bow case turns up, I'll I'll come out. Yeah. And so I figured it. Crap. I figured first day somebody's gonna call. Hey, we found you, because it's small communities for sure. Right. So I figured no. Anyways, it was like three days went by and nothing. But you told me you were like hopeful. I'm like, I don't know, bro. I don't know if people are that honest. But you have, it's a different world out there, but it's changing too. Yeah. Right. And um What does that mean? I'm just kidding. It's just California's a Become a Democrat. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Don't vote like where you came from because it just ends up like where you came from. Anyway. Yeah, anyway. So yeah, I was just wallering in my pity at home. Yeah, I bet. And I was uh, wallering for you, man. So I was like, it snowed. I'm like, well screwed, I'm gonna go lion hunting and see if I can't recoup some of my money back here kill the lion and <laughs> all of a sudden this guy called he messaged me on the messenger deal mm-hmm. he's like call me i'm like i don't know who you are whatever 
like, sure. Anyways, I call him and he's like, are you missing a bow? I'm like, oh, yeah. So he's like, name everything that's in the case. And I'm like, all right. So I'm going down the list. He's like, yeah, it's yours. Uh-huh. And so I'm like, sweet, I'll come bit- get it. He's like, no, my brother has it. He's in Riverton. I'm like, that's like five hours away. Mm-hmm. I'm like, crap. Luckily, he was working in Jackson the next day. So <laughs> so Devin, he's like my my secretary. Your agent. My, <laughs> agent, bro. my, my smart person. your pers- secretary too, though. My smart person. <laughs> Item task doer. He just does math and books yeah, flights. What's up? Anyways, yeah, he, he booked just me. Does math? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Anyways, he booked me a flight the next day, and I picked up my that. Well, not my boat. That bow the borrowed bow case. The borrowed bow case on the way to the airport. <laughs> I grab it and pick it up, and the whole side is busted out. I'm like, all my some of my stuff's hanging out the side. I'm like, what the crap? <laughs> so I went to the store and bought some duct tape and duct taped it all up. Anyways, we're here. <sighs> Made her the, <laughs> so somebody literally the, ran over your bow. Yeah, the guy. Yeah, the guy said he was driving the road and he seen just seen a truck bounce over it. <laughs> yeah. So then they pulled. So over he stopped and picked, and it picked it up. Yeah. And he took it back with him, clear to Riverton, cut the lock off it, and seen what he found. For the record, bow case doesn't look that bad for being ran over by a truck. No. Yeah. No. Like, you're, you had arrow knocks in the corner of the case that got ran over, and the arrow knocks were not broken. Yeah. It fared pretty good, really. Very impressive. Yeah. We don't have a bow case partnership, but SKB, if you're listening, we'll, take we'll do a lot of really good advertisement work for you, I promise. Um, or just send us a bow case, and we'll uh, we'll put them on flatbeds and see if trucks run them over and see how they do. <laughs> first of all, first one so far, pass the test. So, <laughs> yeah. okay. First advertisement's free, by the way. Yeah. This segment of Trey's flatbed and no straps series, SKB. If it does fall off, so fucking what? It'll be fine. It'll be fine. As long as there's honest people around. Yeah. That's Brought right. to you by Trey Heiner and SKB bug cases and flatbeds and flatbeds in Wyoming. What a plug. That's, that's, that's a, there's some value in that plug. Oh, yeah. I was going to give the guy all the cash in my case, everything. Mm-hmm. He's like, nah, just give me 100 bucks. No kidding. Yeah, good dude. Like older guy? I'm um, probably upper thirties. That's even right. more impressive. A little yeah, younger. Way impressive. Mm-hmm. Man, I just you. If that was around here, that should be freaking, gone. Yeah, that'd be, be in a pawn shop already. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a bummer, man. You get you. You got to think there's honest people out there, and yeah. there is. There, there definitely is. is. Apparently, right? You know, but I just had the doubt. I'm like, man. But also, you know, it's Wyoming's different than Illinois. Shout oh, out to that guy. Big time. Yeah, sure. yeah, shout out, yeah, shout out to you. Do you know his name? Yeah, I did. I'll look it up pretty quick. Yeah, let's give him a shout out on that. He'll probably never listen to this, but watch. He's like a listener. <laughs> he's like, oh, shit. Hopefully that, is he a hunter? Kenyon Spencer. I don't know. Kenyon Spencer. Cool. Great dude. Shout Great out guy. to you, buddy. Yeah. If you're a hunter, you got some good karma coming to you. Mm-hmm. So Trey finally gets in. Only a day late. Devin, you had one day of whitetail hunting in. Yep, only one day. And you were like, I'm going to. I'm gonna hunt two days for whitetails and fill two tags. Is kind of what you're going for, huh? Boom, a buck and a doe, baby. You did pass a buck. Yeah, I passed two. That uh, round, like the first one, day. Yep, the first day was about one fifteen, one twenty. And T- then, tip your mic down just a bit. There we go. There you go. And then today there was another sweet buck about one twenty. Yeah, nine pointer, pretty wide too. Nine pointer, nice. Nine pointer. Yeah, good eye guard. He had really good eye guards. Yeah. So technically, he was what uh, four by three with eye guards. 
You're, my math's wrong on that one. I'm not very good at math right now. That, <laughs> you're right. That math is tough. You're in deer camp. <laughs> Boom! Yeah. That was right. <laughs> you were right. Yeah. <laughs> Let me see. So, Trey right. gets in. On the I cross the T. <laughs> Carry the T. I guess, where do we go from here? Yeah, we, we get to you just showing up. Yeah, go to Walmart, buy a license, and... Kenneth, shout out to Kenneth. Kenneth, yeah. He'll for sure hear this podcast. I, I bet he voted Republican. Dude. <laughs> oh, we go in late. It's like 9 30, 10 o'clock at Walmart. Probably more like 10 o'clock. Get to Walmart in the cities. And I'm like, dude, I don't know if we're going to get anybody to run that, you know, the ID and R machine, get tags and license for these guys or for Trey. And uh, everyone in there is like, well, I'll we'll have to find the only guy that kind of knows his way. I'm like, dude, I can probably fucking figure it out. Just, <laughs> yeah, just, it's not that hard. Just let me see it. Turn that screen around. Let Daddy get in there and fucking hit some buttons. But uh, Kenneth was there. And I don't know if you guys ever heard of Kenneth at the Moline Walmart. Dude's kind of a legend. Mm. So Kenneth came out. Big and just, dick, huh? Dude, I bet you a huge piece on him. But he came in. <laughs> he whipped that computer around. On and clearance. we had a customer account made for Trey in no time. And Kenneth just had that swagger to him, you know, but he Kenneth was complaining about Illinois having a Foyd card, and he didn't get to do much hunting for himself because Foyd card's expired. Mm. And Trey looks at him, and he goes, because it was the day before um, election. election day, and he goes, vote Republican tomorrow and change that. And <laughs> I don't think Kenneth was a, was a Republican after that. <laughs> yeah, he had the, the old deer in the headlight stare at me. Yeah, he was like, oh, I want to say something, but this cowboy will probably choke me out. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, dude, from Oops. Wyoming. Oops. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that was pretty funny. Do you think he voted? Uh, I don't know. He might have. Maybe. Who knows? I hope everybody voted. Democrat. The question is, did he vote Republican? No, no way. Okay. So If you didn't vote, you voted Democrat. I didn't vote. I'll be honest. I didn't vote. I was hunting. I did the mail-in just because I knew I would be hunting. Yeah. Sorry. Let's go to the hunt. Let's go to the hunt. <laughs> Trey gets out. Let's talk about your first morning in the Whitetail Woods. All right, yeah. So I, old Judd, I meet Judd mm-hmm. first time, and he takes me through this forest. I guess you call it here. I don't know <laughs> the timber, the timber, the timber over the hill and through the woods. <laughs> I was in the forest. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, we get in the stand. I did. He sat under there and rattled horns for me. Yeah. Just sat on the ground. Yeah, yeah I tried was. to be as flat as I could on the ground and tucked up under some honeysuckle and stuff. And, and it worked. To make noise. We had a right at, it was still kind of darkish. I seen a deer coming. I couldn't tell it was a buck or a doe or what. I think it was a buck. Well, he went up and checked that, where that scrape was. Mm-hmm. And then he peeled out of there. And then about, I don't know, maybe an hour later, this other buck came in. What do you yeah, call it was it? probably about 7 o'clock when that like buck eight, came in. Eight pointer, I think that's what you yeah. call him. I could just kind of see the top of his head because I had my tent, chin tucked into my coat trying to not be there, you know. And, uh, yeah, he came in. He was a little bit timid. I had two sets of rattling antlers, and I had been clacking the bigger ones together, so I think I scared him a little mm. bit. Mm. <laughs> big Too old much clacking, huh? Yeah, the big boys are playing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but he, he peeled out of there. Not fast. He, he just kind of didn't feel comfortable. Something. No, yeah, I think he was just a little bit skittish of what was going on over there yeah. and just kind of slipped out. I it didn't wind us, even though the wind was kind of in his favor. I don't think he cut it. Just got weird. Yeah, he just kind of Yeah, he didn't off. blow out of there or nothing. Yeah. Well, the whole time I'm thinking, because I was hunting the same time. We were all hunting that morning. I'm like, Trey is probably like wanting to get down and go like look for stuff. I just because you never sit. First well, yeah, time, you guys glass first, a lot, but first yeah, thing I asked different. him was like, "You bored yet? Sitting in a tree?" Right. No, I. I mean, no. It started getting a little bit cold. Yeah, but you're just that, sitting. Yeah, just sitting there in my tree stand, 
didn't have a seat in it. I was like, had bars up my <laughs> That's my bad. I grabbed a pad and forgot it in the back of their truck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what that pad was. <laughs> okay, I saw that. Okay. The best thing would be if the pad flew out on your way to the stand. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta strap that shit down, Judd. <laughs> right, no kidding. <laughs> All 60 feet from my driveway to the barnyard. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, but I was eating the whole situation. It was funner than heck in there. And then the do- he left. He probably had to go work. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I just had a doe come in. I watched it and practiced my scenario on it, what I was going to do. Because I've yeah. never done this before. I was like, I don't know if they'd cat how good they catch movement. Yeah. I'm like, it's just a doe. So I kind of like, kind of move fast and just kind of see what I could get away with. It. Yeah. Just testing the waters. <laughs> yeah. Come to draw. I'm like, oh, yeah, I can do this. It's, yeah. I got easy, this. This yeah. is easy, yeah. he says. <laughs> the Westerners are dumb. Yeah, they, no wonder they're so fat. <laughs> And then, then Devin texts me a little later. That's about 11 o'clock or something. And it's been really slow for me then. I can't remember what he said. Basically, like, yeah, let's go eat. So <laughs> yeah, we went and drove around and got some pizza. We stayed until 11. That's pretty oh, good. Oh, that's late. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah good sit. Good morning. Wait, sit. wait, wait. Yeah. What pizza? We went to somethingburg. What's that place? Rockburg? Where? Uh, we won't say. Yeah, was, oh, no. You didn't get Casey's. That's what I was getting. Oh. No, this place, they put a lot of green alls on it. I didn't know that was on it. <laughs> it was all right. Yeah, the Supreme, huh? Okay, so that's a long sit. Yeah, yeah, that's a decent sit. Not a lot of people sit that way. They don't feel like, but yeah. So we came back and and um, Jed's like, "Here's a waypoint for the other stand." I was like, "Well, I kind of like my first one, but sure, I'll go see what it's about, and then tomorrow I can decide." You know. Mm-hmm. So on my way in there, little Devin dropped me off there, and I just hiked in on the way in there, just about to stand and. I blew some couple deer out by it. I'm like, oh, great. And there goes my night. Because mm-hmm. typically, mule deer, like, you blow them, they're, they're out of the country. Like, they're that area is dead. It's done. So yeah. I want to yeah. interject for a minute because I've got a question about this. So so before, Trey's plan was to go back to the stand that he sat, that he sat in in the morning. Mm-hmm. And then Judd's buddy comes over. We're just shooting the shit with him, chit-chatting. And then all of a sudden, Judd's, Judd's all like, well... Trey, maybe go check out this stand. So my question is, what like what went through your head on why he should go to that stand versus the original game plan? Was it just like so we had a south wind and like around here south wind or uh, no it was a southeast southeast wind southeast east and southeast are like doesn't happen yeah. not this like, time of year at all not not this time of year before uh, before uh, you guys were coming. And before this year, I didn't have a spot for an east wind, really. Like well, was, we didn't have more than two consecutive days of an east wind almost that I can remember. It's like not usually even a thought, but the last couple of years, it seems like we had more and more. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, you know, if I got an east, I got to have a plan. So I took my Novix in and parked it in this corner one night and sat. And the, the activity there was just so good that I was like, I got to throw a preset in here, so... I got in there, you know, hung a hung a ladder and hung a stand and uh about thirty feet high. Yeah, it's up there. Dude, it's <laughs> up there. <laughs> it's up I there. I saw that stand, I'm like, Whoa, yo, hanging stands guy or thought that was a high stand. I was pretty proud of that. It was yeah. high. <laughs> that was up there. I'm like, damn, man. It's twenty every bit of twenty five foot. Oh yeah. Well the thing is it's on a step down, it's on the level of the field, and then it's got a little probably an eight foot rise that the deer are gonna walk over and the last thing you want to do is be even close to level with them coming in so i threw it up there a little higher no it made sense it was the right it was the right uh yeah. solution for 
what you had. But on like a southeast wind, and you know that morning, I was a little worried that he'd get winded where he was at because the, it seemed like the wind was coming from the the northeast in the morning, and that's not at all what the what the weather said it was supposed to be doing. So, mm-hmm. Typical. so it just hit me. I was like, you know, southeast wind stand. It's been good, consistent movement there. A lot of does in the area. I haven't seen a ton of bucks. The ones I've seen were pretty good. So. I don't know, I just thought, let's park him there. You know, so just, the wind was right, and so he thought, Yeah, it just nice. kind of hit me. Like, he's going to see a lot of deer. He's not going to see anything. It's kind of how it goes right now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, Trey, you get in that stand. Yeah, so I get up there. I didn't know how to use – you gave me that harness thing. I didn't know how to use I figured out how to put it on. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't know what to hook the – I didn't know nothing about how to even hook it up. And this thing's high. Yeah. Like, oh, my gosh. So I get about halfway up, and I'm like, I got my bow in one hand, which I learned sucks. Oh, you were climbing with your bow in your hand? Yeah. I didn't know what... There wasn't a... Did you not have a puller up there? I'm the worst guy ever. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I'm like half web. I'm like, oh, crap. Now I'm just like trying to hold my teeth. I'm like, that ain't going to work. So anyway, I, I get up there. <laughs> I'm trying to hold it with my teeth. <laughs> anyway, I get up there and it... I was like, jeez, holy crap. And I'm trying to figure out how to tie this thing down. So there was a strap that I just kind of ruined. I don't even know what you call it. And it was a clip. I just clipped it into a strap. Yeah, yeah. I was like, sure, maybe that'll work. No, that's good. That's yeah. what you're supposed to do. Yeah, cool. Figure that out. That makes me feel better. I didn't think you were clipping. Maybe get a lifeline on that one, Judd. Yeah, maybe. We'll I find you one for that. And a bow rope. A pole rope. <laughs> and a pole rope. A yeah. pole rope for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or just to get up, park a man lift out there. So <laughs> I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> that scissor lift. Okay. So, so anyways, like first 20 minutes in there, I, I hear something. Well, there's squirrels and big giant fluffy squirrels you guys have here so the last thing i told trey before i left him to go to work was don't let the squirrels get to you <laughs> that's all i'm gonna say they will get to you he's like, trey's like what what does that mean and then and, yeah out. anyways i heard a lot of deer that ended up being squirrels but this yeah. doe come in i watched her for a while and she come by and what was that oh. i don't sound like ghost like something fell off something. a truck or something Anyways, <laughs> <Both case. laughs> and there it is. <laughs> so I had a bunch of deer start funneling by me and some eight points, some smaller ones, some forkies. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. I don't even remember exactly. There's probably 10, 15 deer, maybe a little more. And it was exciting. I'm like, this is awesome. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't even want to kill a deer tonight. Like, do not want to kill it. So this is, I don't want to end. Yeah. And I'm sitting there and there's this one squirrel been dinking off in front of me all night. And I was like, and you're just, you hear all these leaves, everything rattling the leaves, and you're like trying to check it out, see which deer it is. And then finally, I just like, oh, that's that stupid squirrel again because it's behind, there's kind of a tree in front of me. And I'm sitting there, all of a sudden, I'm listening to that squirrel mess around over there. All of a sudden, it's a deer, and it pops out, and I'm like, oh crap, I got to kill this deer. Yeah. And it's probably like maybe 40 yards from me when, I, when it steps out. I'm like, crap. So I'm like, thinking to myself, like, all right, don't don't mess this up. Like, don't move. I just froze for a second and then it went behind kind of some brush it could, not really thick yeah anyways i st- stood up and grabbed my bow and i already had an arrow already in it ready and um yeah i just walked by right through this little creek and it stopped there about 25 yards i was guessing mm-hmm. and um i made a noise at him yeah and he stopped and kurt told me to aim a tad bit lower than you'd normally think you should just they're just cause, jumpy because they're gonna duck Anyways, I shot, and it felt good. It sounded really good, but the deer ran, just ran off like I wasn't really expecting it. You know, I was expecting it to run off, but not, it didn't act hit. Yeah. Kind of. I was like, huh. So I didn't know. So anyways, 
I called everybody and then I had to figure out to get down out of that tree stand again. <laughs> <laughs> With your bow going down, but it's even worse than going this time, up. I strapped it on my backpack. Yeah. I learned that lesson. Got out of there. <laughs> Judd was already out in the field by the time I got out. Yeah, if you, if you watched, dark. if you would have watched the deer fall, you could have just dropped your bow out and then climbed down. It's like, I'm, <laughs> done, I'm done with this. Thing. Yeah, I'm done with this. It, it clearly outlasts the truck running over. So <laughs> falling out a tree shouldn't hurt. Yeah, at that point, <laughs> what, what the hell? <laughs> right? It's just like yeah, things a beast. Throw it in the leaves, man. Yeah, it's an elite Aim for the bushes. Yeah, it is an elite. <laughs> yeah, Kurt. Kurt gave it to me. It's the nicest bow I've ever had. It's a birthday gift after bear camp. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Love it. So you get down, yeah, and basically you guys wait, waited for me. I was hunting, and Trey texted me, you know, buck shot a buck, and I'm like, oh, no way. First day, like, what are the chances? So uh, anyway, I met you guys, and... Well, wait a minute, i got to jump in here. So here's the funny thing. I get the text from Trey that says I shot a buck. Uh-huh. And so not thinking, just my gut reaction, okay, I'm like, okay, get down. We'll back out. We'll give him some time. And as I'm waiting for Trey to walk out to me, I'm like, I'm such a fucking dumbass i'm telling him what to do when an animal shot like right. oh my god i felt like an idiot <laughs> yeah yeah but also well, too it's like even though the dude you've seen more animals get shot and you've quartered out more animals and tracked more animals than all of us combined for three lifetimes in a way you are it, in our world you yeah know? it's different like i had questions like well Devin, you need to come up here and drive here's the trucks the deer run because i don't want to like educate the deer, come out of the tree stand, let them see me up in the tree stand. I didn't know anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then you text me some tips, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, there's a lot of things. Some people will like come out to the, have somebody come to the edge of the field and start up a chainsaw. I've uh, Dana Pace said he'll howl like a coyote, mm-hmm. and like just certain things. If you got to get out, an owl, yeah, an owl loud, or just you know whatever. Um, whether how effective that is or not, I think it's better than just walking through a field and spooking them that way. You know, I yeah. think. Yeah, I didn't want him to see the tree stand and learn where that tree stand was. I don't know if – I think they're that smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially so, if you do it enough. Know. Yeah. 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 Anyways, I just watched the deer for probably, I don't know, about an hour after I shot it. Mm-hmm. And they all just kind of filtered out of the, the field back in the timber. So then I got out. And, perfect. Yeah, it worked out perfect. So, yeah, so I met you guys, went in to your stand. Yeah, and they're last, how big is it? I'm like, crap, I don't know. Like <laughs> My gut told like I knew he was big. I thought he had five points on the one side for sure. You know, yeah. I didn't sit there and stare at him. It was it was go time when I mm-hmm. by the time I saw him. Yeah, and um, I'm like, I don't know, 120 to 150, <laughs> which is the best answer of all time. <laughs> <laughs> Kurt it, called me and told me that he's like, oh, yeah, Trey's got a buck down. I'm like, oh yeah, how big? He goes, well, Trey said between 120 and 150. I'm like, hmm, oh, good good assumption. I'm sure yeah, it is prob- in between there. Probably right. <laughs> <laughs> I will be right. I take I had, that bet. <laughs> I figured he was close to the 150 mark, but I didn't. I don't know whitetails. I don't want to disappoint yeah. myself when I walked it up. They look different from a tree. Yeah. It's, it's it's tough. Buck fever does a lot of things. Did you get buck? Yeah, fever? Yeah, I did. I got I had got the old rubber leg going on, yeah. shaking a little bit, and I haven't felt that for ever. Really? Ever? Yeah, a long time. Yeah, when he said that, I was just like, I don't care if this thing's a shad buck. I'm yeah. so pumped right now. Yeah, that yeah. mission accomplished. Yeah, exactly. Little, yeah, spike. <laughs> little fork and horn, little, little loose little fly buck. So, um, yeah, so that was exciting. Yeah, and then you, you showed up from there, and you can, you yeah. can tell. So we pretty much walked to the stand. That's when I was like, geez, Judd. It just <laughs> looked up there. Um, it's pretty cool. Um, and then basically we get to find your arrow. And we looked at the arrow, and I'm like, oh. Did you go look at all, like, at your arrow when you got down? or did you No, just go right I could see field? it with my binos stuck in the ground there. So you just left it. 
Yeah, just left. We get up to the arrow, and it was like not wet with blood. It was almost like it had almost like if you took like bowstring wax Mm -hmm. and ran it up and down the whole arrow, and like fatty. It's how it felt, and then there was a big tuft of hair like three feet from the arrow. Mm -hmm. So in my head, I'm like, it's kind of looking like a graze, and. Des, you're like, oh, I hit it in the lower third. I held low, and I don't know. Basically, I don't know if he ducked. Yeah, he he didn't duck, move at all. Yeah, which is good, but um, for the situation. So anyway, but I, I'm not like, oh man, maybe he bellied him. So what was all that greasy stuff from? Because when you look at the arrow, like like you said, it looked like probably wax. just fat, it's right? All... Well, but typically that's what it is, like belly fat or whatever, but. I'll, I'll, okay, I'll tell what I think maybe it was, and Judd, I'm sure you probably have an idea in your head, too, after what we... So, anyway, we get going, like, three, I don't know, six yards, maybe? If that. And there's, like, good blood already. And I'm like, Judd, we keep... You know, should we back out the arrow? If I wouldn't have had blood and saw the arrow, I'd be like, we're going to come back tomorrow. But the blood was there right away, and it was, like, good heavy blood. Not, like spritz of blood like someone was kind of like did that with like a water bottle of blood like i don't know hard to explain it just keep getting better and better the further we went yeah and then but we're like tracking it through grass like in a in a almost like a well, i guess i don't know what you call it it was like a buffer strip around crp a buffer, buffer strip is what i'm getting that yeah. and that's kind of hard to track in usually because it's just like the grass is different colors and the, the grass is taller and it, but it, we get track at a walking pace. We were walking, I want to say mall walking, but we were walking, <laughs> mall walking. We were walking pretty fast, <laughs> yep. and I'm like, dude, we. I mean, the blood is amazing. We got to keep going. And then he'd stop and it'd just be blood everywhere. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, man, if this is a muscle wound, it's gonna get to a point where we just trickle down to nothing, and then it's just game over, and it just never stopped. And he went one way. We saw eyes. We were debating if it was a buck bedded or a de- you know a deer. And was it a coon? Is it a deer or whatever? And then we're like, okay, well, all right. The blood trail is going this way, so it's not over there. And then it goes back over, and then it's go. It goes into the CRP. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, this is probably a good thing, but it could get challenging because this wasn't like it's very healthy CRP. Mm-hmm. It wasn't thick, thick and tall. Mm. Like like eye level tall. Eye level Ooh, tall. Oh. Yeah, that's not good. But we were, we were walking along it, and me and Devin were kind of hanging back on the blood trail and looking closer at it. And <laughs> I looked over, and I was like, "Ooh, look at that." We found a go ahead. And he goes, uh, what, "What is?" It? I was like, "That's going to be hard to find this buck if he goes in there." Yeah. <laughs> well, we found a big chunk of froth, mm-hmm. like a big ball of froth, and I'm like, "Dude, this is good." Oh yeah. If he's frothing, you just you don't get that from a graze. And what are we about? 150 yards, 200 yards into this. I don't think we were that far. That far. 100 ish, because it's dark and he was kind of like zigzagging, winding. Mm -hmm. And so we go into the CRP and I'm like, oh, this could get ugly. Because for me, I don't know that area and it's dark and I looked up and it just looks like it's never ending when you're in there. I'm like, oh man, this is going to be. It's a big patch of CRP. It looked tough already. And I'm like, oh, fuck. But you're leading. And you're still going. I'm like, you got blood still? You're like, yep. And, and in that CRP, I'm like, okay, that is good. He hasn't stopped bleeding. And it's bleeding good. And it's getting better. Then we get to the point where it kind of like we stopped. And we're like, should we back out? And I remember we all kind of debated it. I'm like, Judd, what do you think? Like, I don't know. 
and but we still had blood, and we were tracking on tracking our tracks and stuff, and then. I, I don't know. One of us. One of you literally you. turned around and saw the buck. Well, one of us is like, let's go 30 more yards. And then I think that's when Trey turned around. And Trey, you pretty much, you can talk about. Yeah, you said, well, let's go 30, 50 more yards to see what it's doing. And we'll make a decision there. I walked maybe 15 more yards and he was laying right there. Yeah. I turned around. I was like, oh, oh <laughs> shit. Like, shit, here he is right here. Yep. So. And I remember them. Kind of, kind of inside story of them getting not mad but tell Devin don't scream fuck down boy but I'm like I don't want to get in trouble these guys yell <laughs> but I'm still trying to act excited but not yell <laughs> it's not the Wyoming backcountry there's people's fucking clapper lamps are going off from Devin <laughs> while, while they're eating TV dinners <laughs> Freaking car alarms going off yeah, a mile away. Going, yeah, dogs are Yeah, freaking yeah. glass is breaking out of front room windows. And <laughs> kids, babies are crying. And you hear Devin yelling out in the CRP patch. But uh, yeah, we found him. And I want you to just talk about what you thought. Yeah, it was like, oh crap, he's. I think he's bigger than what I thought. Oh yeah, and he had more points than I thought. Uh huh. That's always good. When it's they always grow. a good thing. And yeah. I'm like, but I don't know Whiteton. I'm like. I'm pretty sure this is a big one, like, and I'm trying to, like, judge what these guys' temp- tempo is, and I'm like, yeah, I just killed a slammer. Oh, dude. Yeah. We were freaking out. We were freaking out. Here, let me play the video, the beginning of the video. Do it. Let me see. Oh, like, um, I wonder if I can connect it. It's funny, the one time you think it's a squirrel. And it's, it's, it's the buck this time. Right. You're like, oh, it's just another squirrel. That's how it always Every goes. Every time. Yeah. It's, it's always that, get to that It's point. always that squirrel behind you, too. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, that's a that squirrel. fucker again. Oh, yeah, you snap your head back around. Yeah. You're like, oh, and then oh you, shit. And then you hear it again. You're like, I'm not falling for it. Yeah. <laughs> not falling for it. I'm done. And then you look back and there's a deer. They're like, God damn it, I fell for it. <laughs> <laughs> Got me again. Got me again. Every time. I'm trying to uh, connect your telephone. Connect my phone. The video is worth hearing. and Maybe we'll post it. Sorry, boys. No, you're good. You're good. So how far did he go, like, from the shot to where you found him? 150, 200? Yeah, probably. Oh, probably. Yeah. It's kind of hard to tell. Okay, here's the... All right, I hope this makes out okay. Here we go. Let's try this. So is this you walking up on the buck, or... Yeah, this is me walking up. I think this is Judd's video. Yep. Yeah, I'm yeah, glad yeah, he filmed it. Judd sent me this. Oh! <laughs> Oh, dude! <laughs> oh my god! How awesome is that? Hold him up! Him up. Hold up that horse, dude! Look at that! Holy shit! Trey, on freaking will! You don't know what you just said, <laughs> <laughs> dude! I'm oh watching this video. Right. That's shoot. unreal, dude! Just one, the two, frame three, on that, four, five, unreal, six. dude! One, two, three, oh four, my five. Gosh. A freaking six by six. No way. A, 12 a five by five with eye guards. <laughs> <laughs> Trey. Dude, I am pumped. Oh my Dude. gosh, Trey. That's awesome. Oh my wow. gosh, I'm Trey. freaking real. This is a stud. Is it? Yes. Is it? <laughs> I see, I, when I see him, I said, I have to kill that deer. I do this. That ain't no Dude. little playbook, Trey. This is... <laughs> Trey, you Such don't a understand. Stud. Dude, that's pretty as it Yeah, goes. we got to post that. Dude, you guys got to post that. That's a stud. 
Heck yeah! Woo! <laughs> First day. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. <laughs> first day, first. You just got to ask Jeff for a waypoint, and you. In the stand for what? Four hours? Five hours? That's crazy. Yeah. A stud. Something like that. Twi- <laughs> typical yeah. twelve pointer with a kicker on his right side, just between the brow and the G two, just pretty as all hell. Good beams, good mass, good times, and a lot of them. Just dude, you, picture perfect. It karma was on. It just it had to happen this way. Like it came full circle with your bow situation. It yeah. just. It made that story so much better. And I even told you, I'm like, I'm glad your bow fell off the truck. Oh, yeah. yeah. It wouldn't have happened, probably. I no. probably wouldn't have been sitting at that stand. Yep. No. Some it, things are just meant to be. It's just yeah. weird how, yeah, dude, it works out. Such a beautiful buck. Such a beautiful buck. I'm like, dude, I'm so glad. Because we've been out there for bear camps, and I've died on the mountain out there. And it's like, man, Trey finally got to come to our neck of the woods and get like the flavor of the Midwest whitetail world. So now I think you understand why we're kind of bit with the whitetail bug here. Oh, hundred percent. I'm sucked in too. It's I love it. <laughs> I love it too. Devin's I, already was sucked in last yeah, year. Sucked in. And I can't thank you guys enough. Like oh, for real, oh, no idea. It's our pleasure, man. Yeah, and absolutely. thank you, Judd. Yeah, for yeah. sure. No problem. It was fun. Damn fun, and I'm damn happy for you. Thanks, guys. It was kind of cool. We had a party, you know. Measured it up. You guys quarter them out. Gonna get uh, caped them all out. Gonna get the meat, everything. The old barn. You're gonna have an old barn mount it. Yeah, that's cool. And then uh, I was like, man, they can just ship it to you. But in my head, I'm like, if you're coming back next year, you just drive and it'll be done. Yeah. Because by the time you pay shipping, or we're gonna be out there yeah, plenty of times. So yeah. yeah, Eric and I just bring it to you. Yeah. Well, it's I don't know if it'll be then. done by spring, well, but well, if you if you don't, then I'm sucked into coming out here again. There you have there to you come go. back. That's yeah. how we get you. There we go. I like that. I'm pumped for you, dude. How's <laughs> it awesome. feel? Oh, so I just don't want to end. I want to keep going. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> you want to keep hunting, but you can't. Yeah, now I got to go to Iowa over there. <laughs> hey, you got to build points. You got to build points. points. Oh, never mind. We'll, we'll call some people you, for it you. It costs you an elk hunt, too. <laughs> points in an elk hunt. <laughs> five years of points in an elk hunt. Now, the question is, do you have elk points? It's going to take five years, too, so to start. Well, I guess we got to start. I got to learn to negotiate. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Judge is like, yeah, just so come home and farm. Judge's like, well, hold on, hold on. Hold on hold Don't on, you on. worry. Trust me. You're going to be taken care of. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I want to see Judd out. Congrats. That's cool. Yeah. Dude. Really incredible to do that in the first day. That's a slammer of a buck. Yeah, when, yeah, you no up that, when he picks up that frame, that's a great video. Well, yeah. you know, it's just yeah. like I was telling Trey this, and you know, I get it because I know what it's like to be out in an area you're not familiar with. You don't know like what most people are shooting. What's average? What's really big? What's below average? Which none of it matters. It's but it's nice to know like a scale of like what you did. You know, yeah, yeah. And and if you were a not a hunter. And especially as experienced of a hunter as you are, then I felt like I'd be like, dude, listen, you'd be a long time for you to kill a big one. But you already knew that. Like, you yeah. already, you know what you did. It didn't really, even though we're kind of like, this is a stud, you don't know what you just did. That's just our excitement. Like, you know that that, not, that doesn't happen every year. Oh, for sure. It'd be like if I went and killed a 190 muley first trip ever to Wyoming. First five hours you were there. Yeah, it'd be like, this is amazing. <laughs> I'm super thankful. Crazy. And it could happen again that quick, but... Odds are not. Odds are not, but also, 
That's the cool thing about hunting. Sometimes it's a fucking struggle bus. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then if you get it done, that's why it's so amazing. And sometimes it just works out. And when it just works out, you take it. Because you know the next hunt might be a struggle bus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, and I w- I'd be happy with a deer not near that big, you know? Yeah, definitely. It's pretty damn cool he's that big, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> makes it a little bit. We'll just have to one-up him when we go out there and, like, drop our bow out of an airplane or something. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Trey. United Airlines was slacking. Yeah. <laughs> it fell out somewhere. It's somewhere in the Tetons. Can you go find it? <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> But uh, pretty damn cool, man. Yeah, it's awesome. First Thanks. day. So you're Happy on vacation you. now. Yeah, this is vacation trip. I told Trey, hey, he's like, going to go I'm going to do tomorrow. I'm like, no? I might. Well, I told Trey, I'm like, hey, how about you take a nap for once? Sleep <laughs> in. When's the last time you slept in? Like, never? Yeah, I don't know. I did this morning. What time did you call me? Nine. Nine thirty. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, you're I still sleeping? In. Yeah. Gee whiz. I never slept. Yeah, the before. guy's up, I don't know, whatever. Feeding horses. Feel. 2.30 is when we start. Every morning? Yeah, during hunting season. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you guys get, yeah, you guys are up early during hunting season. What time at home when you're doing horse chores, what time are you up in the morning? Oh, it was just daylight. Yeah. Damn, still, though. Yeah. Horses are a lot of work. That's what I was thinking. We probably walked a shorter near distance to the stand than it takes him to do his horse chores in the morning. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. sure. <laughs> <laughs> Trey's like, white tail hunting's easy. <laughs> yeah, physically it is. Mentally, he didn't even break a sweat. It, it is more what, of a mental what's game. What's fascinating to me is like, I've never like, like we play the wind, mule deer hunt, but it's like the wind's different every draw. You, you know, you guys are yeah. planning your whole day from which way the the wind's going the whole country you know yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. for sure to me that was like what because at home the wind's different every draw we don't have the yeah. topography here yeah. i mean we do a little bit and, you know we have thermals are playing our thermals you know the wind's always going down in the morning then up in the day yeah and, yep we play those a little bit too but it's not on the scale that you guys do it's very min- yeah minute it's very um stand location based yep. mm-hmm. yeah and them deer are, that's what's crazy them deer are on all sides of me there i'm like oh, crap they're gonna win you know and it's like they never did well because probably because 80, i 87 was... feet in the air <laughs> oh is there white oh, russians boy. mixed up in here look at that around the whiteies look at this around the whiteies whiteies ice cream that look at that racist the loophole boys just walked in michael thank you guys winicky because he's a winner is in here oh we just oh. all over losers <laughs> god dang who invited this Man, guy you're too nice thanks dude he's trash already pop, pop a squat boys we got a full house this is a hunting camp this is you fun want, you want a coaster a yeah give me one of them coasters koozie they was they what did, you'd call it called a koozie yeah thanks guys you guys go to the depot good food yeah what'd you get hmm. no i'm good my uh, my belly is still all messed up. So uh, anybody have to take a restroom break? We good because we're getting ready to transition to some tray stories. I could use one. <laughs> Let's do it. Do a potty and, break. Yeah, then we gotta take. Yeah, I mean, we can, if someone wants to chill in here, and bullshit with me, we can keep going. But yeah, get up and do your thing, and we'll transition to the story. I don't need to take a whiz break. I'll bullshit with you, Austin. I'm just happy to see you. Hey, it's been a long time. I almost forgot what you look like. Yeah. No, you guys miss me. I know it's yeah. been too I need, long I when I start Lord getting luck for tomorrow. Lord's I need luck. some of the Lord luck. Well, we call uh, Trey's probably mustache. wondering why we, we, trade we keep off. calling you the Lord. He's the Whitetail Lord. Oh, 
Uh, when Kurt about, gives you a name, it's going to stick. That's about, so that's about it. You just have to kind of accept it. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, basically <laughs> Well, it sticks more if your wife hates it. Yeah, and she does. So I think she I think she starts ar- she starts an argument with me. I'm like, you know who you're talking to, right? <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> honey, honey, I can imagine in the might want to tone I can it imagine down. in the bedroom. Call me by my name. Yeah, yeah. Don't address me like that. That's just that's just daddy. Then it's <laughs> funny because Leah just calls you daddy like in public. She does. Like in the Africa video, if someone listens, I think the first one when we when we were traveling. You can hear Leah in the background right before cut. You want some more sugar for your coffee, Daddy? <laughs> I think she was talking to me. Well, she won't say the Lord, so I guess I'll have to take Daddy. I wish my wife would get... call me Daddy if you want to know the truth. Just make me feel tough for a little bit, you know? Love you, honey. <laughs> You're the best. No, it is good to see you, man. I'm excited. It was it's good uh, to be back. You're hunting late for you, man. Well, usually I got one knocked down about the first week in November. Like, Ross killed a buck before you this I, year. That's, he, when I talked to him, he's like, dude, this is the first time I've ever tagged one before you. He might be right. It's not a good sign. He He's usually the late guy, and I'm, I've am i usually got one down by the second through the seventh. Yeah. But I, I sat in the combine till the third, and I've been helping clients. I've, I've got a lot of clients in camp this year, so... Mm-hmm. I've been busy jumping back and forth, but yeah, I got my eye on a couple good ones. Hopefully, I can sneak up on them. I have no doubts, my friend. You'll yeah. figure it out. There's a lot of season left. Oh yeah, it, it's just it's getting hot, and I feel I don't know. I got deer anxiety a little bit in a fun way. Yeah, you know. Well, having some good food in for the late season too. I'm not stressing too much. Something will happen yeah. sooner or later. Definitely. Yeah, I'm not worried either. I'm holding out for. A good one, but I got the family pressure on me. I'm not going to lie to you a little bit. Like I've kind of been, uh, I've been tolling on them a bit. Yeah. Also, I've been hunting a lot, so it's like Sam's like, yeah. It's like I saw a decent buck last night, and I'm like, I normally would pass him. Like it's a buck I could have killed early. He was like pretty patternable, but I didn't go in there purposely because I think he's a, I think he's a younger high forties buck, maybe a little bigger, and I'm like. I could go in and kill that deer. It'd be really cool. And then I saw him. I'm like, man, if he did come in, though, Sam would really <laughs> like, appreciate what if? it. <laughs> Sam would really appreciate it if I was just tagged out. If you're getting to the point where you're going to settle, you just take a couple days off, spend it with the fam. You're right. Ease yep. things over, and then you got all that nice food in the late season. I'm going to hunt the Eat next five days back. really hard, and then I'm going to back out a little bit. Um, so... Um, I want to take a mid-roll sponsor ad real quick. Is this a sponsor ad? Devin Leonard's in here. Sponsored by Hunter's Box Club. (laughs) This segment is brought to you in part by Hunter's Box Club. Devin Leonard is here in studio. What's up? <laughs> what the hell is Hunter's Box Club? Should I stop club? doing that or what? No. No. no that's, that's your, your signature. That's your thing. Yeah, that's your that's, thing. Yeah. That's what you do. Okay. All right. What is Hunter's Box Club, Devin? Hunter's Box Club is um, a subscription box for whitetail hunters. So, guys, this month, we teamed up with the Working Class Bow Hunter crew. That's us. Hey. Have you guys seen the design yet? I have. Yeah. Okay, guys. So in every box, I'm going to give you guys this box for free. Inside every box, you're going to get a t-shirt and one to three surprise items. That's right, guys. This box is going to be free. All I ask is that you guys go ahead and pay for shipping. Now, the cool thing is, is we did an exclusive design with Working Class bow hunter. So when we, dis- when we did this design, I was talking to Kurt. Kurt's like, hey, dude, 
let's do a, a design with a cabin, a cool truck, and like something that like represents Whitetail Camp. So I've got a new designer. I'm like, dude, I relay the same thing to him. <laughs> He sends it over to us, and it's an elk. I'm like, bro. <laughs> it's an elk. So let, let me be very clear. I don't. This guy's not a hunter. He's an artist, okay? Yeah. He did a damn good job. It's, Would you agree? It's sick. It's I love it. Yeah, it's yeah, one of the favorite a, designs yeah. I think we've ever had. Yeah. So anyway, I send it to Kurt. I'm like, dude, sorry. It's not a whitetail. I can have him change it. And Kurt's like, dude, that's badass. I like it. Let's keep, keep it. it. It's badass. So then Kurt's like, dude, let's also put the logo on the cabin. So... Anyway, we got this exclusive design. It's going to be your guys' for free. Um, you're going to get two surprise items. You're going to get a measuring tape to tape out your next big buck. It's also got the working class logo on it. A new updated one. Logo. Nice. And then you're also going to get a, a can koozie. Um, on the can koozie, you've got the working class bow hunter logo as well. Mm-hmm. So, guys, just pay shipping, and the box is yours. Now, the only way to get this... The only way to get the free working class bow hunter t-shirt is you've got to order it before the end of November. Because after that, we're not doing any more t-shirts. The first hundred of them um, are free. After that, we're done. And then the way to get the box is you've got to click the link. If you you just go to our website, you're not going to get it. You have to click the link inside the podcast notes. Yep. It'll be in the episode description. It'll be the first link under telling you what this episode is. You got it. Yep. Bingo. Easy. Easy peasy. First hundred are free. That's pretty awesome. Thanks for doing that. Okay. You bet. I, I appreciate all the support. Like you guys have put us on in the box a lot with shirts and exclusive designs. And yep. it's actually where Austin's double drop buck design. Oh, he's wearing the shirt. Oh, wow. Yep. Look at that. That's where that shirt started. And from. then we also got the Geyer buck that Judd's wearing. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we appreciate you putting us on in there so much and, and giving us that love and exposure. So. You bet, buddy. And e- even though it is an elk, it's pretty sick. <laughs> it is sick, dude. And Please. I just I and dude, I thought case. it was perfect because you just killed your first elk. <clears throat> yeah. And that's why I thought it was okay to working keep class. It. And I just rifle thought it was hunter, like baby. hand in hand, you know? <laughs> Leopold's gonna love that. Working yeah. class rifle hunter. Boom. We could do that. Leopold. Watch me. Hey, I heard Leopold. Can we announce this or no? Michael, is it Leopold or Leopold? It's Leopold. 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 Half the country says Leopold. So what, what is, what's the deal with that? Half the country says just people can't read. Out. Le, le, le. Phonetics or whatever. Hooked on phonetics. Doug, <laughs> Doug, is it Leopold or Leopold? Leopold. Leopold. I've been reading. <laughs> You've been <laughs> practicing? <laughs> to, yeah. To, to, uh, Duh. He gets a lot of time in the stand when he's not sleeping. Yeah, yeah. I've been reading and sleeping. Narcolepsy is a tough disease, dude. He admitted he had narcolepsy to me the other day. I screenshotted it. <laughs> is that a disease? <laughs> me and Eric. Hey, the first step is admitting you got it. <laughs> me and Eric were hunting all day, I think last Saturday. And I was like around 1130. And I was like, I think I'm going to take a nap. He's like, so yeah, I think I will too. And I climbed down. And then I woke up and it was two o'clock. <laughs> he slept for like Being knocked out, like a solid two hours. I yeah. think you got I down on the ground and slept. Yeah, I didn't know what happened. I would <laughs> never do that. Outdoor naps are the best. They I are the best. Oh, Have you are. ever? All right, I'm looking at the other two whitetail guys, and, and you know everybody. Well, in the West, you always nap. It's it's part of the fun. Um, Have you ever got down from your stand and took a nap on the fucking ground? No. Bro. I used to uh, hang my, my nice. harness, uh, my, the tree strap for my harness, so that it held me vertical. <laughs> tight. Yeah. Just yeah, really, really tight. high. Yep. Dude, I haven't napped 
while hunting since I was like 12. Well, you haven't lived. <laughs> I mean, I doze off every once in a while. Do you know how many deer? You, I guarantee a buck walked past you and you didn't even know it. Nah, I would have known. I would have felt it. <laughs> that's, just, that, that's ignorant. Hey, so, I plan on doing the same thing. I just had deer around me all day, so I'm like, well, I can't take a nap today. Dude, you guys are sleeping on this chip challenge? You guys are taking fucking naps? Just wait until I go 190 sniffing you. <laughs> no, dude. dude you know, Get out of here. That'd be so scary. You <laughs> just, like, oh. just both scared the shit out of each other. Just pissing on his tarsal glands right on your face, on your mustache. <laughs> oh, I can taste it. He's just got tarsal. I'm a pee on you. <laughs> Freaking R. Kelly. Drip, drip, drip. <laughs> okay, so, Trey, I want to get into some... So, I feel like, Trey, you've lived the most Western life that I think is possible to live now in our era. You might not think so, but for our from our perspective from the Midwest, you're like as authentic as a cowboy as it gets. So, and you have so many stories, but you'll just casually tell us, and I'll be like, "Hold on, what? No, you have to go elaborate a little bit." And then it's like, I try to, to him. It's another day. Well, it's just like yeah, it's something that happened, and I'm, so we're gonna <laughs> tap into some Trey Heiner stories now. And I want you to open up to us, Trey. We need to do a segment once a month where he just records a story on his phone and we <laughs> launch it. This is the first segment yeah. of Trey time. Trey time. time. He just picks yeah. what happens <laughs> once a week. Yeah. We're making a Trey time jingle, and I'm going to have a button for it, and then it's just going to be a fun story once a month that you can think of. <laughs> just record it on your phone and send it to us. Trey time. I'm going to try and hold you to that. Maybe that'll be Doug's job. I'll sign that to him. All right, Trey, I need your Trey time story. You got to do that to Doug because right. it's a sex check. So... I kind of want to hear. The secretary. Oh yeah, that's right. Can can we hear the California cowboy story first before the elk, recent elk story? Yeah, they got a couple hours here. Listen to me. We got we got we own the show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I'm not a podcast talker. We'll guide you influencer through influencer guy, but I'll do my best. We're not influencers either. <laughs> my influence and shit under the influence, maybe. Under the influence. That's pretty good. Oh my god! Under why the, have we never capitalized on I don't that? Know. We're not influencers. We're under the influence. <laughs> oh man, that's amazing. Okay, that's good. Good job, Austin. Proud <laughs> Next T-shirt. Trademark yeah. that. <laughs> under the influence. Write that down. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. So, like the California cowboy. I love this story. It's, it's the, kind of messed up. I about that was the day I about quit my career. How long ago was this? Eight. Nine years ago, maybe. Okay. A long time ago. Yeah. I, I about said I'm done. I about went. Done outfitting, doing Took doing a everything. job at the gas station. Yeah. <laughs> what Bart, could have possibly done this? <laughs> right? So anyways, oh, I don't even want to say this guy's name. So this guy booked a hunt. He's... Let's call him a California cowboy. He's a California cowboy. He says he's a roper and ride and all this stuff, you know, which was... He's full of shit. Bold to tell a cowboy that, right? A little yeah. weird, right? So, anyways, holy cow! I'll tell you the whole story. It's, you knew it, right away that he yeah. wasn't any of this shit. When yeah, he showed, he showed up, up with you, a you bowl haircut. That door if you want, if it's getting warm Swiss in here, Swiss Army pants from the if you don't mind Russian Soviet Union old wool pants that come up to his shins. It was just like, oh no, yeah, just a goofball, you know. But but whatever. Yeah, I, I deal with it fairly often, you know. But anyway, so it's kind of a long story. It's I'll, lay it, I'll, lay it on I'll us, lay man. it all on you. So it's been forever ago, so I kind of forget parts of it. But anyways, 
I had it and another really good old boy client, Steve, that guy that was at Elk Camp that had the old with, the, the older guy ended up with dementia. Yeah, yeah. So it was him. He was on that hunt with me, and then this other guy. Oh, they're okay. not. They're different. Not in the same party. But I'm taking. But them they're both. just in camp, kind of together. Yeah, and they're both going with me. Okay. And so, anyways, the first day we go up, and um, we're just almost top of this ridge, and it's, it's really nasty, nasty hole, big, deep, dark canyon. It runs clear down to the river, but. We get almost to the top of the ridge, and it's steep, and all of a sudden I, just, I can hear this elk screaming on the other side. And so I'm like, bail off. Hurry, type your horse quick. You know, it's right at daylight. And, mm-hmm. and now, I mean, I'd learn things from this. Now I check my hunter's knots and stuff. This, But this guy's a cowboy. He knows how to handle a horse. Yeah, he gave you the confidence. I can do all this. <laughs> yeah, so I don't even check his knot on his horse when he ties up. And I'm, I'm like, get over here to this bull. I walked over the hill. This bull is like 250 yards screaming, running back for chase these cows. And I'm like, okay, is it decent six point probably a 300 inch bull pretty mm-hmm. nice bull and um i'm like shoot him shoot him you gotta hurry shoot him because he's getting ready to head across this man down off in a bunch of timber mm-hmm. and he's and this is like 30 40 seconds like he had all day to shoot this thing like oh my gosh yeah pretty soon this elk runs behind into the timber and it stops it's right behind a big old giant tree. i can just see his back legs kind of sticking out under the tree and i'm like son and all of a sudden boom i'm like what the heck and he shoots at this elk through the timber, like in through the trees, the limbs. I'm yeah. Like, oh, my heck. <laughs> oh he my just heck. <laughs> took it upon himself to just crank through there. Yeah. So um, Blow the like, tree. <laughs> so anyways, I gave him a radio. I'm like, I'm going to – well, we like went down. I found some blood down there. And I'm like, gosh, dang it. So he wounded this bull. We're tracking him forever. And it's – and we're dropping a lot of elevation. It's steep. And I'm like, gosh, dang it. And this guy's – I'm like, you stay here. You can work your way back with the horses. I'll keep – Search and I gave him a radio and I got way down off in this canyon and I was like this thing and I finally lost blood and I'm like it kind of gave up I'm like there's no there's no hope yeah and I'm hiking clear out of there so I'm kind of already in a pissy mood a little bit mm-hmm. and um, all of a sudden I get a message on the radio or comes on the radio um Trey I think we have a problem I'm like <laughs> all right what what's up he goes um I think your horse is dead <laughs> I'm like. What do you mean you think he's dead? I'm like, is he breathing? He's like, no. I'm like, well, then he's dead. <laughs> so, I mean, it's not funny, but <laughs> then he's dead. Yeah, so I get up there. Luckily, it was, I had a rental horse for the dude. Luckily, it was a rental horse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is lucky but unlucky because you, know, you got now i gotta pay for a dead horse yeah right Come, no man. insurance on it <laughs> no <laughs> yeah. he didn't check that box yeah. check the box yeah so i'm like ah, <laughs> you know it is what it is like crap happens you know pretty lexy daisy I, I get up there and like he's got this thing tied at the very bottom of the tree uh. on the very end of the rope so and it's on a steep we're on a steep hill so this big old dumb horse steps over the rope lead rope trips himself, falls down, and pulls the halter over right at the end of his nose and just closes off his airway and suffocates himself. Just, you know, just like a lion when they bite the you know, nose. Just suffocated it. Too. Yeah. So I'm like, gosh dang it. So <sighs> anyways, it, it must have happened like pretty soon because he was like, I couldn't even get his mouth open to get the bit out of his mouth. Like it was. He's already stiff. He's already stiff. So I get the saddle, pulled off this big thing. It's a big old horse. And um, pull it out. And I, I got a picture of this stinking Californian 
sitting there with his gun like he harvested this horse. <laughs> this black horse. It's got a big old bit hanging. I couldn't get the bit out of his mouth. And anyways, that's a pretty good picture. But oh I don't. It's uh, I have some cowboy. Oh man. Anyway, this is this is where I decided. What I, was he saying? Like when you got up there, was he like? Was he like super apologetic? Did he even care? Like what was? His... No, he just had a confused look on his face. Like, look, how did it die? <laughs> yeah, I was just like, whatever. What a weird scenario. Must yeah, have, it was like it's just kind of one of the awkward moments. <laughs> you know, he's an old one. It was his time, I guess. Trey, <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to justify <laughs> old star. It was the horse's name. I remember. <laughs> it was really. Yeah, I called the rental guy. And I'm like, ah, oh, you killed Star. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't kill him. <laughs> Called the rental place. Like you just totaled the car. Hurts <laughs> horse rental. Right? Hey guys. So, anyways, I was trying to make the best of the situation. Anyways, this is where it all works. So it seems super sinister that we're laughing this hard at a horse dying, but. I hate horses. I mean, I'm not. I like them more because they've gotten me out of doing a lot of work. Um, it sounds messed up, but. There's not a better animal in the world out there, I'll tell you. Horses yeah. Are, they're amazing. So, it seems kind of fucked up that we're all laughing at this, but. But at the same time, it's a different wet. You know, it's a they're a tool. It's out a tool where, I, where I'm from. They're yeah. not they're not pasture gnome pets. I mean, they're yeah. pasture gnomes. Like <laughs> we take care of them and we love them, we cherish them, but they're a tool. Yeah, you know? it's just and also sh shit happens, right? Yeah, so. stuff happens. So uh, that being said, we're going to continue to laugh at dead horse stories. So <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Okay, so I get the saddle pull, get the pictures of this guy, and it's like, all right, I threw the. I love that you took a picture of it. Like, yeah. <laughs> Whose idea was that? That was mine. <laughs> <laughs> I had to document it, you know? For insurance purposes. Anyway. He killed Star? <laughs> so, there's... I, I went killed up, Star! Like I went up the there this the year back. buck hunting, and um, there's old Star's bone, his big old head laying there still. That was oh, eight years really? ago, yeah. Did well, you get the bit out? It, no. Actually, well, I didn't see it, yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Well, yeah, stars. the bit wasn't there. Somebody's got a souvenir. <laughs> R.I.P. Star. Anyways, so I get the saddle and throw it on, threw it on my pack horse, strapped it down. Looks like clamp. It's heading to Beverly Hills. <laughs> Loaded up there, and um, I'm like, all right, you can ride my horse. I guess. <laughs> yeah, I'll walk out. You know, just something like. Kill it. And I don't know what was going through this guy's head. And I'm like, did you gun unload it? And he just smiled. Like, look, look at me. And just I watch just watch him. Like he kind of pulls down. Like, bends down like he's going to check the shell or, you know, check or something. But he just pulls the trigger. And it's pointing right. And it, boom! And my hat goes about 20, 30 feet in the air. And my ears are ringing. And I just went instant mad. Like, instant. Mm -hmm. And I gr grabbed this guy. Probably shouldn't say that. Nobody else come hunt with me. No, this <laughs> is, this, I think no, this is no. justifiable yeah. here. Yeah, I grabbed this guy right by the throat. And I'm just running down the hill with him. And Steve's grabbed a hold of me like, hey, you know. Yeah. I just, I was, I didn't even know what I was doing. I was just going to kill this guy. Yeah. And this, yeah. And this guy is scared. He's just like, you know, he's apologetic. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think he knew his gun was loaded. I don't think, he didn't do it on purpose. Why would you pull the trigger, though? Yeah, why'd you smile? He's oh, from California. Like, it's unloaded, look, click, is what he thought it was going to happen? Yeah, I think he's just like, yeah. And I mean, I, I wish I still had the hat. I might still have it someplace, but it has a bolt hole, like, right on the. A cowboy hat? Rim. No, just a regular ball cap. And it sh he shot. Shot it. Shot. There's a bullet hole like a quarter inch from the end of my bill. Shot it right off my head. Oh my! He almost shot your head almost, off. Almost, your almost killed me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have I left him there with the horse. Yeah, you had every right to choke that dude 
to right. death. Jimmy and Star would be in the same grade. You <laughs> right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, <laughs> yeah, right. I get my pulse lowered and calmed down. And oh my gosh, so, Trey! So I I took his gun, yanked his gun, ripped all the bolts out of his gun. And I'd make him walk through my pocket. Back. Anyway, so I get him. Yeah, figured out. So we get that was the end of that day. We went, we made it out. Next day we go up. You, there was a next day. You let him keep. Oh, five more days. Yeah, it goes. It gets. Was this not day worse? One? But it, this is day one. Oh shit! And Tell so, him to pack his I, shit. So I wouldn't let him have any bullets. You know, I'm like, you're What's done. What's that, Michael? He said, notched the tag and said you're done. Yeah, here's your yeah your tag's done. Notched it and signed it for him. Yeah, I should have. Anyway, so you know, I'm still like new guiding. Like this is like year two yeah. in my guiding career. Yeah. Like, you're still getting like this wide array of like clientele. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still trying to figure out the whole deal. Still. Yeah. yeah Any chance some mics down there? Good, good work, Devin. Watch that mic cord. Oh, you're good. You're good. Okay. Yeah. So, anyways, we go off the mountain at night, and um, the next day we head back up. Same, same stuff spot. Uh-huh. I spot a a bigger bull across the canyon that one, and we t- I take Steve over to the other client. I'm like, I'm like, you're done, Greg. You're d- no more. For today, this is Steve. It's Steve's day. Yeah, yeah. So, Steve's, day Steve's for time sure. to shine. So we we go over there, and there's there is elk screaming, just like on your bow hunt. It was like they were going nuts in the rifle season, and I'm like, this bull's about 500 and something yards. I can't. It's so long. I can't remember about that distance across canyon. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, Steve, you just take him when you're ready. He's like, which bull is it? I'm like, well, it's the big yellow one right there, with the big horns. <laughs> that big yellow, that big blonde one. one right there. Like, and there was other elk around, but it was like. Pretty much the only bull you could really see. There was a couple like little dinky raghorns. Yeah, you know, it's like it's the only bull bull. Yeah. And so I'm watching. I'm like, he's like, hey, I'm ready. He and he shoots, and I'm like, you missed. And all of a sudden, I'm gonna watch my spots. But all of a sudden, this elk comes rolling down on the screen. I'm like, <laughs> what the hell? He shoots a raghorn. Jesus. <laughs> I'm like, oh my hand, and it's in a hell hole too. So <laughs> mother. All right. So <laughs> oh, we high five and whatever you know. Yeah, Trey's half high five. Good yeah. job, yeah. Half, go. half effort. Yeah. Good happy. job, man. Yeah, <laughs> you're killing it, bro. Steve's like, rolling down the hill. I'm like, well, you shot the wrong one. <laughs> so, uh, oh, okay. You know, he didn't kick it off, and he was he was kind of happy. You know, he he knew it wasn't a big bull, but yeah, he yeah. was happy. You know, yeah, good guy. And so anyway, we packed that thing out. That's the end of that day, and Greg kind of just tagged along there. He probably wasn't saying much. No, no. And he didn't have any bullets because I had his bullets. <laughs> so, he he's, like, shit. He's, he's like a fucking toddler. You yeah. do not deserve more bullets yet. Yeah. How, so how old a gentleman is this? 45, 50, and, probably 50 years old. And you're like early 20s? Yeah, like 19. Oh, shit. Like, I don't know if I'm 20, maybe 20. Probably nineteen, and you're hiding his bullets. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're hiding a grown ass man's bullets. Yeah, from him. exactly. I love it. So anyway, and he's he's a little sulked up about the day, you know, because he just watched all these elk over there, and he didn't even get a shoot at one, you know. Yeah. And um, <laughs> so the next day I'm like, all right, Greg, it's your it's your day. Here we go. So, Here you go, Greg. You're up. So but, we, uh, I'm gonna hold your bullets until we see something. Yeah. So next time we get to the top of the mountain, we kind of went in the same area, just went in a different direction. We got top and um. We're starting over there. I spotted like a nice bull, like a three ten type bull, and over there, and I'm mm-hmm. like, sweet. We got a haul, but I'm we're cruising. Obviously, he's not in as good a shape as I am, and he is tired. And I'm kind of like, you gotta hurry, you gotta pick up the pace. Like this bull's gonna go bed down, you know. Mm-hmm. So I get up and I'm looking. I'm like, 
dude, you got a different gun today. The asswipe grabbed a, he had another gun, you know. <laughs> so he brought a different gun. I'm different like, caliber? Yeah. And um, I'm like, whatever, you know. Yeah. And so they get over and it's like a 275-yard shot, like not far. Like, Anyways, he bears down and shoots at this bull. I'm like, I think, I, I mean, elk doesn't move. I'm like, I'm pretty sure I saw a dirt fly like 20 feet above this thing. I'm like, you may shoot again, and I'm like, yeah, your gun's way off, buddy. Oh shit! His bo- he just had his gun bore sided, is all. This, this oh. other gun was like, oh my heck! With like know? the laser? I don't know. He's like, well, they bore sided it. It's like, oh my heck! This guy's just. He never actually shot it. <laughs> no, but he, you know, he wanted his own bullets. That oh, day, you know? that's so kind of my fault. I mean, I partly caused this, but he was shot your head off. Yeah. Right? yeah. yeah. <laughs> Right, so I'm like, oh my heck! So that that ended that day because we had we had no gun. <laughs> that was sided in. I guess we could we should have just sided in up there, but I didn't want to sit there and blow up the mountainside. Yeah, right. yeah. And um, so, anyways, next day that was day what three? So yeah, the next day we go back up, same spot because it's full elk, and um, there's this little raghorn coming across this hillside. I'm like, perfect. You're just you kill this thing beyond, you know. <laughs> and um it's in the wide open side. It's got it's got like two hundred, three hundred yards to go across this open face and uh-huh. like, shoot it, you gotta kill this bull and it's kinda moving, it's bugling and running across there and um I'm like shooting this guy is freaking out because he doesn't have a he can't find a log to rest on. I'm like, just sit down. It's not that far. Yeah. Pretty soon it goes clear across there and he doesn't get a shot. I'm like, oh <laughs> so and it has to go go has to go across the canyon, it's gotta get a whole nother big old wide open hillside to uh-huh. come around. So I'm like, we just got to run up to this point. And I'm running up there, and I look like he's walking. I'm like, get up here. And I'm kind of chewing him out a little bit. And he just stops, looking at me, stomps his foot like a kid. Stop yelling at me! <laughs> <laughs> just like a doe stomps at you? Just... Yeah, I was like, and now I am fed up with this guy. Yeah, like, oh yeah. So I just like walk by him, grab my horses, and I just headed off to the truck. And he just I just remember looking back, and he's just like sitting there like, what the heck? Just walking like he's this lost dog, you know. <laughs> this is lost little puppy anyway, on the side of the mountain. To, he showed up to the truck about three hours later after I did, <laughs> and he is and he, he is a tired and wore it. Like, did you make him walk back? Yeah, yeah, dude. Fuck <laughs> that guy. Yeah, I'm pissed. You know. Yeah, I'm like I'm over this job. I quit. I don't want a guide anymore. You know, just dude. There's <laughs> one guy almost ruined your whole career. Yeah, and. Um, <laughs> So anyway, it was a really quiet ride because we were hunting out of my house at the time at, at uh-huh. the ranch. And so this guy staying at your he house? He was staying at a motel in town. Uh-huh. Good. Yes, yeah, before I had them camps that yeah. come to. Anyways, yeah. it was a silent ride home. <laughs> kind of awkward, you know? <laughs> yeah. Anyways, I'm feeling bad. Like, I'm like, all right, apologize to him. Tomorrow's last day. I had, I still had my strawberry camp. I still had tents if I need to pack out up there. I literally never see any elk up there ever. I'm like, I'm like, I got a spot. We'll go check tomorrow. Go someplace different. I'm going to pack. So I, lo- I he shows up. And I got like five head of pack horses tied up, ready, ready to go. I'm gonna go pack out camp with this guy. You know? Yeah. Get <laughs> <laughs> him to work. Yeah, I was getting him. So, anyways, <laughs> all right, pal. <laughs> so we head up there, and I, I finished loading. It was all tore down. I just had to put yeah. it, put it in the panniers and haul it out. Yeah. Know? And this big old dude just tag along back there i'm like ah we'll take another way out maybe every once in a while i'll see an elk in this other country but very rare 
Anyways, we're riding out. I look over. I'm like, oh, my hell. There's two five points standing right there on the hillside. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Okay, kill that bull, you know. He gets off, shoots, and it drops. I'm like, oh. And I, my pack horse sort of loaded up. I'm like, crap. <laughs> you did not expect this to happen. Yeah, I did not expect this. But we're high-fiving, cool. And I look over, and this elk is running. I'm like, what? The one that just dropped? Yeah. The one that just dropped. It got up and took off running. I'm like, oh, my God. And there's snow. So. <sighs> I go over there and I can see where he dropped and slid down the hill and take off running. I tracked him for like four or five hundred yards and not a drop of blood. I I don't even know. He must hit it in the horn or something. Oh, like n- rattled it. I don't. It just dropped and slid down the hill. You know. I may just scared the shit out of me. Slipped. I can't figure out. I, I couldn't find any blood. Don't <laughs> no, like, slip. <laughs> I, it was, it was the weirdest. It. He hits the black ice on the mountain. It was the weirdest thing. I'm like, well, that's a sign. This guy don't deserve one. I guess. <laughs> so, anyways, Trey, you know how your white tail hunt was meant to be? Yeah, this guy's hunt was not yeah, meant not to be. Meant to be. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this guy did some bad shit in his life, and, and he knew I wasn't impressed. Like, I didn't get a tip, obviously. Oh, so that was the he last was day. That was the last day, and it was like, see you, Greg. Bye. Were you like, don't ever call me again? I didn't tell him that, but we kind of both agreed upon it, you know. Was a no he thing. wasn't a fan of me. I wasn't a fan of him. Yeah. And yeah, anyway, yeah. He almost, ble- yeah, he so almost blew your head off. It was like two years later, and I had this kid work for me. We call him Top Pan. He's from Missouri. Good kid. Mm-hmm. Guy, we just wrangled for me. Yeah. Anyways, he was working at this place where they guide buffalo. Anyways, I used to work there, too. Guide buffalo hunters and stuff. And Anyways, he was there, and all of a sudden, and he knew, he met this Greg guy when he hunted with me, and Anyways, he went to drag out this buffalo out, and he come around the corner of this truck, I guess, and all of a sudden they just met eyes, and this guy was like, don't tell Trey I'm here. No. <laughs> it was that guy. <laughs> what did this guy do? Oh, I don't know if you could say this. Do you know what he did for a living? He just didn't seem like a dude. You know, I don't remember. I don't know. I just wonder. He was just a goofball. I don't know. Oh, man. Yeah. That Well, I'm glad he didn't shoot your head off. Me too. And I we're glad I wouldn't be able to shoot this nice white tail. Dude, yeah, right. Well, and we're glad you didn't quit guiding that. Right? True. Yeah, dude. I can't imagine if I was on the mountain, some dude almost shot my head off. I kill him. He'd have got beat with that gun. Right. I can't believe you didn't kill that guy. Yeah, but I was like young, like yeah. Right. Should at least like, send him home. Adult, All the more reason. Like yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, you're 19, and this guy's in his 40s. Like now, I would have went and loaded his stuff up for him. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You've seen more though now. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's good. The California cowboy. That's yep. good. Never never trust a California cowboy? Is that fair? There's probably some good cowboys. No, cow- there's some good cowboys. There's probably a lot of good cowboys from California. There really is, actually. California is actually the shit except for the cities. That's what gives them the bad Yeah, rap. to be honest, I have some so many awesome clients from California. Like some yeah. of the best. Do you do you get the most of your clients from California probably? I used to. Now it's kind of That surprises everywhere. me to be honest. Yeah. Like in Elk Camp, I'm, a bunch of them guys were com- out from California and great dudes. Yeah. But it surprised me, like, oh, California. I just, I mean, Illinois is, we're the California of the Midwest, but. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. We That's are, actually, right? Pretty accurate, yeah. We are. Chicago is full of. Uh, Speaking of that, I think we have a new, we have the same governor now, official. Yeah, go fucking figure. Yeah. You know. Um, but I didn't vote, so I can't fucking bitch. Well, I did, so I can. bitch for me how's that Um, transition to iowa going yeah it's in the the works in process (laughs) pending um how's oregon doing michael 
Pretty good. Okay. It's not any better than Illinois, let me tell you. <laughs> is it Kate Brown? Isn't that who it was? Or is that Washington? Part two just came in. Mm. Brown part two. I 2.0. Yeah, 2.0. Just, uh, just won yesterday. Is Chaz still a thing? Oh, yeah. The the beater guy. The... Well, isn't Chaz? Was that town they made? Wasn't it called Chaz? Oh, I don't know. I don't, I, you know, I don't even watch the news anymore. <laughs> I, mean, I just stay away from it. The whole, I mean, the whole state's red except for about three cities. And See, what's crazy like, is it. Beaverton Republican or Democratic? Oh, I'm sure it's part of the, the blue. Because it's like, isn't Leupold's there, Danner's there? Isn't there a bunch of knife companies from Oregon in that yeah, area, too? Yeah, a bunch. I, it's, I don't know how it works, but there's a couple of counties. I think there's rigged. 40, is what it is. Rigged. 46 counties, rigged. and if you can win seven of those, apparently that's enough. Yeah. Sounds like Illinois, doesn't I it? I shouldn't be saying all this stuff. No, you should, because ain't that some shit. I think if you win two counties in Illinois, it's going to be blue. Pretty much. Yeah, Cook County, mm-hmm. and I don't know what the other one is, whatever... Uh, don't really care, but the one that touches in the Rock Island County is blue. Listen, it's all good, you know. If you want to be gay, do gay things. Just also yeah. just be like, do away from just me. be a human being, you know. <laughs> Shout out to Casey. What's up, Casey? We love you, Casey. Queer for deer. She's our girl. We like Casey. Yeah, even though she thinks my wife's hot, but that's a kind of a compliment. <laughs> it, is I, it is a compliment. That is, yeah. Sam, I think, listens to that podcast. Hey, I thought Casey was supposed to come here. Get on your mic a little bit. Oh. Yeah, she could. Uh, we invite her. You want her to come out? She no showed us. She probably teach you a thing or two. Oh, about what? Everything. Whatever Never you're mind. into. <laughs> <laughs> Everything. All right. All right. Gross. <laughs> nah, yeah. shout out to Casey. She's the best. She's she's uh, she's one of the boys. She really is. She's yeah, cool. she is. She's just one of the boys. Yep. So, Trey, you got to meet Casey. Queer for deer. She's great. Perfect. She's great. Um, okay. So there's an, another elk story. Anybody want to take a bathroom break? Just this next story. I want. We have. I've heard. I haven't heard that many details of the previous story, the California Cowboys story. So I'm glad I got like the full skinny on it. Yeah. Great story, by the way. But I, this is a new story that happened. This is the latest. Two weeks ago. Latest, the latest. Greatest. Yeah, this is the latest. Has anybody got a bathroom break at all? Because I'm going to nope. go do that. So don't tell the story without me. Hold the fort down. Okay. So there we were. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we just started up. I just pee myself. All right, Judd, what's the game plan for tomorrow? Yeah, I say, Devin, we haven't talked about how your hunt's been the whole time, have we? Well, not really, but, dude, it's been good. Um, Action almost every night, every morning. I think the slowest was this morning. Walking to my stand, I jumped six to eight deer. One looked like a buck. And what was interesting is I, I text Kurt. I'm like, damn, dude, I just jumped like six or eight deer. He's like, don't worry about it. Just get in the stand. Yep. So I got back. So I, I got in the stand. It's still dark. Sat there for about fifteen minutes. Started getting light, and I could hear like deer walking. That's what I wanted to ask you guys, actually. So I feel like now that I've been out in the whitetail woods a little bit more, I'm starting to learn the difference between the squirrels running around. Oh yeah, and the whitetail. Like the squirrels are like, and then the deer are like, if they're just walking, you know. You know, obviously, yeah, but they if they're running, it's kind of like a little faster, you know. Yeah. But I feel like I'm learning the difference now. Oh, you'll learn the difference. Yeah, it yeah. still gets me every once in a while. You're like, yeah. oh shit, there's a deer coming they have in. Have their own you cadence like... if you listen, and you just kind of close your eyes and listen. You're like, all right, yep. that's a deer. Yep. So anyway, <clears throat> it's been great. The slowest morning was this morning, but it was still good. I jumped those six to eight, and then I had those two does, and I was playing like um, ninja with them. 
because I'm sitting there, right? And, dude, they're trying to figure out what I am. And then, like, the day before, Judd's all like, okay, so you instead of looking straight at him, turn your face to the right, turn your face to the left, and then close your eyes. So I'm like – and I've done that before. But the one thing I didn't take into account is turning your face because you were talking about, like, the profile, right? He's probably making this shit up as he goes, but I listened to him, and it worked. Because <laughs> told, told Devin, hey, they won't see if you stand on one leg and turn. <laughs> he's, up, he's up there. Don't show your teeth. <laughs> Eric, yeah. shut up. You're making me feel like an idiot. <laughs> yeah, but you would have done it. The secret is you I would have. The secret is you got to do the Macarena. <laughs> so, dude, I'm like this. My neck's as start, you turn. My neck's starting to hurt, dude. My eyes are closed, and the deer are, like, seriously, like, five to eight yards in front of me. And I'm just listening as they walk by and they're like did you see what they were they're doves they're two doves dude but they're getting too close to me my wind's like you know doing it's like they're now starting to cut it over but my but but now just starting to record me i can't finish my story but anyway i'm playing ninja with them with my eyes (laughs) because that's what judd was telling me to do so i did it so dude i'm just sitting there and i'm almost about to fall asleep and all of a sudden i can hear i'm like oh shit okay and then i open up one eye really slowly just the one eye and then all of a sudden they like go a little further, and then all of a sudden I'm about to fall asleep. And I kind of like open them out, and they're gone. And I'm like, where the hell did they go? <laughs> I know a buck took them off, and bigger than bigger than Trace. <laughs> no, you I, fell asleep for an hour. I, I messed that one up. <laughs> a 180 just came in and took them off. Devin pulled a Doug and fell asleep for an hour. You got narcolepsy. I didn't really fall asleep. That was just make believe. It's a long blink. It's just added for the it's story. Just, yeah, just a long I blink. Hate, yeah, I may have that. <laughs> I do think I do swear that deer can see the whites in your eyes. I've heard the same but, thing with mule deer. Do like when you get close, you do the same thing. You squint. But I, I did take the the side turn. <laughs> you guys squint. I do, do think it. if you just sit there and stare at them, they feel that. Mm-hmm. They for sure feel. Oh, we yeah. feel it. That's hey, why I'm all, like, all yeah. I know is it worked. That's all I know. Because yeah. they I'm just slowly went off. Black. Dude. Yeah, you got to put your safety squints on. That's what you use at work when you're grinding. I, I do think that is a real thing. It's like silly as it sounds. I've kind of like flirted with it. Um, you know, you get a deer in close and they kind of like look. If you're like, look at them back because you don't want to be like, <laughs> look and yeah. they see you, you know? So then like, I'll, you know, I just turned my head really fast. It's like, oh shit, he saw me, you know? Like, don't do that. But I swear if you have a face mask on and you squint your eyes versus like, Stare. They see your eyes. I just look over them. You ever have like a little, hear, yeah. little buck come in and it's staring at you? You just wink at him like I could have killed you. <laughs> I got you. Yeah. You I know what I did? You. I had a doe bust me. I almost cranked her. So I had her yearling was like all over me, and she was a big old heavy brisket doe. And I'm like, there ain't no way this yearling just picked me off. I was I just did a hanging hunt and I was kind of low. It was a tree I needed to be in. Not the perfect tree for what I wanted to be. Right. So I'm like, well, she picked me off. This big doe is going to pick me off. So, But she was looking the other way, and I'm like, dude, I could draw now and just crank her, and then all that education is just eliminated. So I almost did it. Class over. <laughs> class dismissed. Yeah, just class dismissed. A.A. Ron. So I thought about it, and then, of course, she comes in, and she's doing the, like, oh, shit, I see you, too. You're not as sneaky as you think. I was trying to make an aggressive move, and it didn't pay off. So I'm like, all right, this bitch. So she goes over, and she's blowing 87 times at me. And I'm just like, you know what? I just picked up my rattling antlers and just cranked them. I'm just like, I'll just get rid of you. And if there's a buck 500 yards that way that's He's interested, coming. I win twice. Here we go. So, Give her the beans on the it's horns. It's a win-win. Dude, I had a squirrel barking at me the other day. And you know like when a squirrel's barking at you, it's just 
persistent mm. and doesn't stop. I just picked up the rattling antlers and just cranked them. Just fuck you, go away until he stops, <laughs> and then you put him away. I don't know if that's an effective method or not. Hey, I'm gonna try it. Whatever works. That dog went from blowing at me to no longer blowing at me. <laughs> so it worked. She's like, "God damn! All right, I'm going. <laughs> all right, all right, Take it all, easy. Right, all right, all right. Say it, don't spray it, brother. Like, Let it know. <laughs> You're like, I'm gonna bring in a buck. He's gonna get you, dude. Just come in. I don't know. It's well, easy. That sounds wrong. I didn't mean for that to come oh, down that way. But I don't know, man. What do you do? What do you do with an old pesky doe? If you don't shoot her, you just got to get rid of her. I I, I kind of want to do like that. I like to flex on them. Like when they're trying to figure me out, I just do the jump at them. <laughs> you do? It freaks them out. <laughs> yeah. you just give it's them a good they, way to get rid of them. You just give them what they want. When they're real close, like when they're like 15 and in, and she's just like for five minutes looking at you, you just do one of them at her. <laughs> just give her what I, thought, I thought you meant when you said flex, you just go... No, no. You, you got to like jump at them. It Whoopie freaks bug. them out. Because they, they know Whoopie you're bug. there, right? They're looking and trying to figure it out. And then when they see that movement, they're like fucking gone. Yeah, yeah. I love it. That's perfect. Tactics to get rid of a doe that's too smart for her own good. Double lung is normally the best cure, but I didn't feel like messing with a doe back where I was at. I was always, in, always I was, thought it'd be fine to have like a slingshot and just shoot him in the ass with like a BB. Yeah, not probably the most ethical. What's going to kill him? What's going to smack him? <laughs> Devin's got a or Devin Doug's got a red rider strapped to his pack just to let him know sounds like a regular <laughs> practice for Doug yeah Doug's like I, I mean I've never done that keep that I shit on never. me alright now we can get to the story that Devin's back the the most recent Trey tale Trey time <laughs> you bet tale. this is like the Halloween day the scariest day of Halloween ever had is this the scariest day you ever had hunting of Halloween Oh, finally, okay. Specifically on that day. Actually, probably day two, yeah. Really? Yeah. It says a lot. There's a lot of stories I, like, I'll think of over time that you've, like, half-ass told me, and I'm asking you 21 questions to try and get the story out of you. Yeah, no worries. Okay, so this uh, is, can like, I, can two... I say something real quick? Yeah. So, I was talking to Judd about getting directions on where to go eat. He's talking about go up the interstate, and then go left, go right. I'm like, dude, Trey, Judd's being really vague right now. He's all like, oh, and I'm like, yeah, he's being vague just like you always are. He's all like, am I vague? I'm like, yeah, dude. Whenever you tell a story or tell me where to go or what to do, it's like, go here, go there, go. I'm like, hold on, dude. Let's get on the map. Show me what to do, where to go. <laughs> go up here. So anyway, that, you that are, big tree, you'll see it. Take a left there. Go, yeah. by another, go to another big tree and a couple of hundred yards past so, that. So I think Judd and, you see a and Trey tree, are from the, too far. the same tree. <laughs> yeah, anyway, Which is Judd. a good thing, Judd. You are, you are pretty vague, Trey. <laughs> you're vague though or we're like I want to know more about that story that Trey was like super vague about that's why we're going to have Trey time Yes, gotcha, it, gotcha. this is going to be a segment and you're not going to like it probably for a little bit but you're going to learn to love it <laughs> All right, we'll get a sponsor Grace River Outfitting can sponsor it <laughs> just sponsor himself <laughs> yeah be, but, but for no money just for your stories <laughs> alright just sell hunts Sounds like a good deal. Or not. Or you'll be on that cell hunt something. Yeah, scare people off. Yeah. Okay, Trey time, the most all recent. Right. So the most recent, Halloween day. So I've been hunting all season long, guiding. Don't don't feel like hunting for myself. Like, mm-hmm. just, t- just got camp all tore down, put away. And anyways, my wife's hunting me. Well, she went and bought, she's kind of getting at me, you never take me hunting. And like, which I understand, like, 
I keep telling them getting in, but so she went and bought a tag. So I was like, kind of like the airplane. You got bought me a ticket. Now I'm like, I gotta go. Yeah, yeah. And it's a test. Like you did what? All right, I bought a tag. Like, are you a good husband or are you a failure type of deal? Oh, I don't know about that bad, but she put it on you though. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, all right. Lives a sweetie too. She's shout out to her. She is the best woman there ever was. Anyways, so I'm like, if I'm going, I'm going to go up where the hunt for ourselves. I'm going where the land of the giants. Yeah. For a general tag. The honey hole. Yeah. So we get right up north in the Grizzly Bear country. And so we, Quincy, our little girl, we we can't leave at two in the morning. Obviously, we're going to find a babysitter to come at two in the show morning. up at two in the morning. Like, <laughs> here's our kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we can't leave till like six o'clock. You know, so then it's a three-hour drive, and so I'm like, this is perfect. This is going to be a just a beautiful, nice horse ride with my wife, you know. Casual. Casual. Having, having Probably not going to kill anything. We're, just, we're late, you know, like. Yeah. But maybe. Yeah. You know, it's moving. It's elk starting to migrate Quality a little bit. Quality time but, with the wife. Yeah. Might create some life. <laughs> oh, Trey time. Did it happen? Uh, Let's get back to the story. Did, yeah. did it happen, <laughs> Trey? Yes on. or no? Did it happen? We did not create another child. Oh, but <laughs> come on, Trey's a man of God. Or you can't quiz him on okay, sex with his okay. wife here on the public <laughs> podcast. Trey didn't do the Trey didn't do the Austin, Austin flex on him. They don't kiss the toes. All right, all right, it happened. <laughs> Jeez, that's all we needed. So, anyways, we had a trail from like literally fifty yards up from the truck. It's just matted down, bear tra- like. Big bear track, grizzlies everywhere. You couldn't go more than fifty yards without cutting across the track. Really? It's just it's a, that big a problem. It's bad in there. Like you see more bears than you do elk. Like, but there's big ones, like well, big bears and but big elk. You can actually kill a really big bull there. Yeah. So, anyways, in the country, it's just beautiful. Like you can't get better scenery. So we get up there. We had about an hour and a half ride. Hit the first really big meadow where you can start glassing and. We get up there and cut a few elk tracks, migrating through the snow, but not not a lot. I'm like, ah, mm. oh, crap, you know, there's not moving through yet. They're really not moving. So we get there and I glass, not very long, you know, maybe five, ten minutes. I'm like, nah, there's nothing here. We'll just head up to the next bench where I usually find them, you know. Mm-hmm. Anyways, we got on back on the horses and we started across. It's a big, wide open meadow. We get about half and I was like, oh my gosh, there's three bulls standing in the wild. Like, I just glassed it, and I didn't see them. They must have been bedded in some quakies, and I just missed them. Yeah. Anyways, they kind of busted out, and they stopped. They're just staring at us. Like, and the one I could just... I just threw my binocular. I'm like, oh, my gosh, that that's a big bull. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to get my wife on it, you know, and it's like four or 500 yards. I don't know quite ways. I've got the scope dialed. And yeah. It's just not a good setup for her. You know, she's not experienced with the guns. Mm-hmm. Like, she can shoot that far if she has a good rest and set up, but snare just wasn't playing out good. For sure. And I'm like, and then they start to take off moving. I'm like, all right, I think that, that bull is not getting away. That he's that th- big. He's the big, big. So, you know, and she kind of, like, looks at me. And, and we had this, I already, we already talked about the scenario. Like, if this scenario comes, like, you can't get a shot in this big, I'm, I'm going to shoot it, you know. Mm-hmm. And so she just hands me the gun, and she goes and grabs the horse's. I'm like, all right. So. That's a woman right there. Yeah. So anyways, I dial her up and right, they kind of getting ready to go behind some trees and about the last shot opportunity I had and I shot and I'm like, crap. I, 
felt good, but I don't know, you know. Mm-hmm. So get back on the horse to get there, and there's about three inches of snow, maybe a little more. Get up there, and sure enough, there's blood. So now I'm on this colt we call Howdy. Beautiful, I'm, beautiful, I'm howdy. dumb buckskin. Yeah, just kind of dumb. <laughs> kind of dumb. I and, love uh, it. <laughs> anyway, so I get off the horses, you know, and I get the gun, load it. And just because, you know, I think we could jump this thing any minute, you know. And so we're just kind of moving, tracking it. It's not real thick. There's a couple little small patches of trees here and there. Anyways, we got this, also this bull blows out of this timber right by us. And I'm like, I pull up the chute and I got to hold this colt still. And all of a sudden, he, he sees the elk, and he just spooks take it. I'm like, jerking me around. I'm like, gosh, dang it. And I couldn't get a shot. So I just threw the leader up to my wife. I'm like, here, take these horses. And I just took off. I was on a foot race. I was chasing this thing. And it got down off of this steep timber draw, and I caught up to him coming across, working his way across. And anyways, I dropped, plowed him, dropped him. And he rolls and dies right in this nasty ravine, like <laughs> just deep kind of full of timber. It was like, oh, my gosh. So anyways, I didn't even go down and look at him. He just dropped. So I ran up. There's bears everywhere. There's tracks everywhere. So I ran up and grabbed my wife. Is it just constant paranoia in this country because of the bears? Not Typically not, but I've never had my wife. Like, it's just a different it's, aspect. You know, I right. just left her up on the mountain there by, by herself. herself. You know, like. But you are. So that. You are not far. Of, like, we're, I mean, we're within 150 yards of each other probably, you know. Like, yeah. no. I didn't, like, leave her in its baby Yeah, bed. yeah. Maybe been. Four or five minutes. But, but I guess I'm getting, the bears are prominent enough that that gap of 150 yards, you're like, yeah, shit, there could, could be, be a bear. That could be an With issue. With my wife, yeah, absolutely. That is terrifying. Terrifying yeah. and insane to even, uh, I'd be uncomfortable in that country. Right. And you, you shoot in that you country. You probably should be You shoot in that country and them bears are 100% coming. Really? They're coming. Because <laughs> they, they know it's they, a dinner bell. They, so the, the dinner bell oh. theory is a real thing. 100%. Hundred I always hear that, and I always thought it was kind of like a wise tale. You know what I mean? Like you always hear that, oh, it's a dinner bell for them bears. Like in like Kodiak Island, they always say that. And maybe you told me that, Michael. I don't know, but um, yeah, okay. So that's true. I don't even have enough toes and fingers to count how many times that's happened. Like they've come because of the while shot. I've been cutting them up, they've come. You know, scary man. And so, anyways, I run and grab her, and I'm like, sweet, you know, cool, exciting. And we get down there and. And like I can't even see this elk that's buried in this tree, and it's like, so I tie all the horses up around it, you know, for it, cause the horses will, you know, start blowing and stuff. Bear like, comes in, you know, like a shield, pretty much. Yeah, the eyes, you know, they're gonna see it. Before will you bears do. attack a horse? No, I've never heard of it or seen it. Okay, hmm. but um, I'm not saying they won't, but I've never heard or seen of it. Yeah. Anyway, so I, I know the situation, and, and luckily that morning when we're pulling on my house, I'm like, I'm gonna grab my old thirty thirty lever action just. That'd be cool to kill an elk with that, mm-hmm. you know? And I grabbed it in my long gun. And um, so we, we get there. I give my wife the lever action, and, and I go to just cutting this thing. I cut the head off quick, and I I get it out of the tree, and I'm like, holy crap, this is a big bull. Like, jeez. Wait, how big? I scored these 366. Jeez. But really wide, long beams, just really – he looks – he actually looks bigger than what he scores, too. No kidding. Yeah. Anyways, so I it made me – 30 minutes, I had that thing core. You know, we don't gut them there. We just cut quarters off, backstraps, loins. Yeah, the gutless. Yeah, so I, I whacked that thing up in a hurry, and I carried him out of that ravine. Do you feel urgency because of the bears? Yeah, oh, yeah, 100%. Jesus. Yeah. And so I get him out, dragging quarters out, and elk quarters aren't like they're heavy. 
Yeah. If I get them pulled out of that ravine. Well, a bull that big, I feel like the rear quarters of my every bit of 80 pounds. Yeah, and this bull dwarfed like the body size of your bull. This thing no is kidding. huge. Huge. It's so bull. crazy to wrap my head around. Like, it's, I can't even imagine. Yeah, he's giant. Anyway, so I, I get him out in this little open bench and where you can kind of see in actually a flat spot because it's on a steep hill. Yeah. And it's not a very big flat spot. Maybe the size of this table here. Kind of flat. And um, <laughs> this yeah. bench that I'm thinking like this 200, yeah. lo- 200 yard long bench. No, it's, and it's just the size of this table. <laughs> no, it's yeah, eight small. foot. Yeah. Place. And um, so I get the first mule loaded up with the, all the fronts and the and the back straps and loins. And um, I just like drag it off. There's like a hundred yards down. Is that big meadow where we, where we shot from? Basically, he mm-hmm. kind of ended up back down towards there. So I get it, and I just took the riding horse down, tie up, and I had the last pack horse because it takes two horses to pack out an elk. Mm-hmm. So I had the last pack horse tied up right above, right maybe five ten yards from that carcass. So I get up, we get it back up to the the hindquarters and the, where the head is, and I'm like, I'm gonna run up and grab that mule. My wife just stayed there, and so I crossed that ravine, was heading up to that mule, which is only maybe maybe fifty yards, forty five fifty yards from my wife. Mm-hmm. And I just about to that mule, and all of a sudden I hear, honey, there's something coming. And I just I look over, and I see these rocks rolling off the ravine, and I can just hear it crashing. And I'm like, holy crap. I knew instantly my heart just sank, and I didn't have a gun on me. Oh, shit. And I just took off sprinting as fast as I could, and I just launched myself into that ravine, tried to clear it, didn't make it. Anyways, I come running out, and I'm in that ravine trying to run out of it up towards her, and I hear, boom, shot. I'm like, Oh my lord! Like I'm so scared right now. Yeah, I think my wife's getting mauled. So I'm coming around. Now. All of a sudden, here she come, just cartwheeling head over heels by me, down off the ravine. Your wife? Yeah. And as she come by, I can just her hands up in there, like she's rolling, and I just grab the gun out of her hand. She still had a hold of that lever action. I just grab it and I run up like five steps on that bench. I got the bench. There's a big old grizz standing there, about eight yards, eight ten yards, standing there. In your guys's? Oh my god! Oh yeah, right there on. And so I rack a shell in it, and it sees me, and it wheels, and it's, it's taken off. And I just shot around, just scare it, keep it going. Yeah. Anyways, and then the dang thing ran. He ran up towards that car, right in the carcass, and that mule, and that mule's up there freaking out. So I'm like, crap, now i got to go up and get this stinking mule. And you can't see in that ravine from that mule. So I'm like, i got to go up and get this mule. There's a, I don't know if that bear's right there on that carcass or what. Oh, my gosh. My wife's down there like, and she's tough lady like i couldn't believe it is tough like she she wasn't losing it she was i mean she was how close did the bear get to her 10 yards and she shot oh she said she just could hear it crashing and come and then it popped through out of that ravine onto that it's kind of some like willowy quaky brush there yeah and she said its head was on the ground it just it was charged as fast as it could so she said she just aimed down the the barrel and pulled the trigger cranked yeah at its head oh she missed obviously yeah she might have like, hit it, but not in the head, you know? Yeah, for sure. So I don't know. Oh, my God. And then she took a step back after she shot, but she didn't realize she was on the edge of that ravine. And that's and she stepped back, and there was nothing there, and she just started rolling. Oh, Fine. my God. And which I look back, and I'm like, that's a blessing in disguise. If she would have stayed on that bench or that, in that bare sight, who knows what, if he'd have kept coming out. Yeah, right. You know? God damn, dude. Wyoming needs to change some shit. Oh, big time. They are a problem. A lot it's, of Western states are having that problem. It's been happening for years. So it's just Montana, Wyoming, I, parts of Idaho. Montana, Wyoming, Idaho yeah. are the, the only three lower 48 I know states. Idaho's that, been bad for 
a decade or worse, a long time. Yeah, that's bad. That's probably the highest bear density there is right there around yeah. where we were. No kidding. Yeah. I mean, I've been in a ton of bear country, and that area right there, it has been for the last seven, eight years that I've been. And is it just Jackson? and? So they drop all the problem bears up in Cody. They truck around and drop them off right there. You know, so it's so all them bears end up in one area. Yeah, and it's right on the we're right on the park line. Okay, so there's people listening to this story because this is like these are the type of podcasts that do the most numbers because it's just laxy daisy. We're telling stories; it's fun. So there's probably more people listening right now, and this type of stories, even though we're almost two hours in, there's more people listening now than mm-hmm. it's just. I know this type of podcast; these do well. Wyoming needs to change some shit because there's no hunting season for these bears. No, they had it open, opened up, and a federal judge shut put them back on the endangered species. Shut it down. Well, let me guess that judge spends no fucking time in the it was, a, it was No, it was a liberal judge that they got paid off, passed down through, and shut it down. How idiotic! Yeah, yeah. these are the people telling us what to do. The people spending time outdoors, you like know, to actually see what's yeah. going. on. If you're gonna go hunt the wilderness up there, like. It's a no joke. You need to have your stuff together. You need to find that dude judge and take him up the mountains. Someone <laughs> needs to. Trail do it. Don't, don't give him a gun, though. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen. <laughs> Pretty scary, right? <laughs> we got to be careful what you say there, but uh, like, he needs I've, to have the experience. You know? I've, been, yeah, I've been charged probably five other, six other times by bears, and ain't one of them been scary. Like, it was, it was me, you know? It wasn't my wife. It was like, yeah. I felt so helpless and like, it was yeah. the sickest feeling I ever had. I bet, man. Mm. Oh, how... I couldn't even imagine. It's a man-eater. Yeah. It's a living man-eater. Yeah. Well, I'm glad everybody made it out. Yeah. yeah it was, I mean, now that it all happened, it's like, cool story. Cool awesome story, day, right? Scariest Halloween. Hey, congrats on the elk. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> still worth a 366, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I still got all the meat loaded on. Mule wanted nothing to do with was it. Was Miyagi in the group? No, Miyagi wasn't there. Miyagi kicked my ass, Trey. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> Miyagi. Miyagi. We haven't done that, that podcast yet. That was a little user error there on that, though. So me and Franco, <laughs> this Uh-oh. this this podcast is going to get recorded in the next couple of days. I'll just tease this. Miyagi flew me. Sent me flying. <laughs> I still hurt from it. <laughs> I thought not... Miyagi was the one that ran into the tree. No, that was... Uh, what was the horse and bear camp that when we were crossing the river freaked out and yeah remember you're like hey watch for rocks no Miyagi's the mule oh gotcha so we're oh the one that jumped out of the creek under the tree and I hit the tree it ran me into the tree and yeah because fu- you didn't steer it that was user error too well yeah I know it's user error I'm on a you could put me on a horse I'm gonna fucking get hurt <laughs> <laughs> that was my good horse that died this fall. oh that was yeah RMP I'm sorry about that yeah. yeah. Part of it. Probably a tree injury killed the horse. <laughs> <laughs> Had to be. Well, you know what I think what happened is I should have let the horse just continue on its way. Like, Well, a horse wants to take the easiest path, the natural path. And I'm steering it path. into the stream or into the current. And it's like, fuck you, man. And it starts freaking <laughs> out and just ran me into a tree. But I didn't want to, I would have bailed if it wouldn't have been in the river. <laughs> Because I didn't want to go floating down this like ice cold rapid. Were you, on, were you on her? Were you on teapot? I can't remember. I wasn't on teapot. I know it was a brown horse. Was that black? Or it, black? It was brown. Then it wasn't my good one. Yeah, you put me on some rental. Some rental wreck. 
<laughs> I have a tendency. To I didn't die. have a, I didn't have a rental in bear season. That's when I was with it, you guys. It, Remember we cross a river and you're like we're like we never cross a river before. It, and him and Brandon are on the other side of it, and they're like, "Watch for rocks." So we're looking straight down, like, uh, <laughs> "I'm about to freaking fall off this horse." It's so fucking that's some, dizzy. That's some of the sick. You know that feeling when you drink too much and you lay down in bed and everything starts it's going. Oof. Yep, that's this feeling. And then I look up and Trey and Brandon are just over there laughing. And Trey's recording. Off. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like leaning off a horse, about ready to fall in the rapids and end up in oh, Idaho. Dave, yeah, you die. don't want to watch the water when you cross it. No, I, like, I told them to watch the rocks. I'll say, like, I got rocks. halfway across, and I kind of. I thought about it, I'm like, I don't even know what to do if I've seen a big rock, so yeah. why is it even you know, if I'm looking for rocks? You know what the first thing that crossed my mind? I'm like, oh, i got to steer this horse so he knows not to step on rocks. And I'm like, <laughs> idiot, the horse knows not to step. <laughs> it's all rocks. <laughs> it's all rocks. It knows where to go. But no, it was a brown horse. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't remember that. I just remember it was started freaking out because you guys all got across, and my horse was downstream, and then I was like, oh, shit. And, but all the trees downstream were like close together. And I'm like, I don't see an opening. So I'm going to try and steer him into the current and get him back up to go where you guys went. And when I did that, he was like, fuck all of you. And started like freaking out. And I'm like, hold on tight because I don't want to fall in the river. And then the tree was coming up. So then I turned and it just took my shoulder into the tr- There's like a branch. <laughs> and I just remember my neck cramp and my shoulder was killing me. And I tried to jump off as fast as I can. And then. You got on my horse, and maybe discipline would probably be the proper word, and then your horse took off, yeah. and I'm over there, like, in pain, and I just remember you go down Because we had road. to go chase it. Yeah, chasing your horse, but also teaching my horse Can a lesson. On that other for, horse? Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember at all. So, <laughs> my shoulder is still fucked from that, for the record. Trey, why'd you do that? Sorry. I'm pretty Guess sure I have a torn out west. I'm pretty sure I have a torn rotator cuff. I'm pretty sure. Learn how to steer a horse. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, hey, listen. Oops, I didn't know. <laughs> Oops. Oops. <laughs> hey, uh, my fault. Yeah, for sure. Oops. But uh, thank you for that. Anyway, I'm sore. I shoot my bow just the right amount to make sure I'm on. Because um, if it blows out, I just got to get through the rut. Then I'm gonna go to the doctor. Because I don't want to be like, hey, we're gonna have to cut on you so if it just explodes that's fine but it just i have to get through like the next yeah. three, three weeks of deer season <laughs> so no, sorry man hey, i wasn't riding you when that happened <laughs> when it happened <laughs> hey <laughs> trey's getting me a piggyback rider too so or indian leg wrestling you ever done indian leg wrestling oh yeah good time have you bear camp man we Indian leg wrestle each other. Oh, yeah. We were the, well, I was probably more of a heavyweight. You were like a middleweight. Yeah. You ever Indian leg wrestled, Judd? No. I feel like Judd would be good at it. You know what it is? I think I have an idea. It's not It's not gay. It sounds no, gay, I, but it's not. Yeah, Michael, have you ever done it? Yeah. Are you good at it? Well, it's been a long time, but it depends on who I'm against, right? I'm a little bit smaller than some of you guys. So. Yeah, you got like a Westie build, yeah. even though you're from the Midwest. <laughs> but I'm not, but I'm not. You didn't have the Viking gene. But I'm a wrestler, so maybe. Oh, yeah, he'll get you. You guys yeah. like a spider monkey going up a tree, though. Maybe that yeah, it. dangerous. Mm. Devin's uh, kind of utarted. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You don't really have a Westie build. You better, you better like, pull yourself out of this hole real quick. Where, where's your? Uh, I will tell the story that you don't want me to tell. Where's your family from? Where's your family from? Utah. 
All from Utah. Born and raised. You got like Minnesota. You're tall though for Utah. I don't. I, maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> you thought he's they from migrated. From I feel like growing Midwest. up, I was, they came from the Midwest. Not that yeah. tall, but maybe. Probably. They almost basically had to. Oh, they did. Yeah, for sure. Salt Lake. Yeah, for sure. You guys came from the Midwest. Yeah, after you guys tried to kill us hey, all. I don't say you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. I never said anything. I, my family wasn't even over here probably when that happened. <laughs> I was still in Germany doing yeah, whatever we the Germans did. <laughs> Fuck. Just turn around on me. All right. Uh, I'm Polish. <laughs> I mean, all right. Uh, sorry, Devin. <laughs> About that. I still love you. I love you too, buddy. All Hope right. you kill a whitetail this week. To me too. Tomorrow. Fingers Tomorrow. crossed. Judd, what's the plan, dude? Kill a deer. Friday. Okay, I like it. Friday's yeah, a Friday. day. Friday's the day. So is tomorrow supposed to rain? Yeah, and be Later. warm. Oh, rainy and warm. That's, yep. Right? That's the forecast yeah, I last saw. Is it going to be windy, too? Is that, is that what's going to Oh, yeah, the, the wind is weather? picking up. Yeah. Let's check. Yeah, it was like 19 mile an hour. Okay. I think tomorrow's going to be shit, and then the next day is kind of windy but cold. Friday's going to be good because we get the you never know. wind. But you never know. You never know. Let's look right now. Can't kill him from the couch. All it takes is one hot dog. Have you guys seen that meme? It says you can't. Remember I told you about the meme? So this guy puts like a, a couch in the tree stand. He's sitting in his couch. And it says, who says you can't kill him from the couch? <laughs> so instead of a tree stand, your couch, you know? I'm like, Judd, put a couch in the tree for me, bro. <laughs> Work on it. You don't got a lazy boy later? Judd's down? the man, dude. Judd, Judd is the man. He'll, he'll find you, one dude. in a creek somewhere and put it up there in the tree for you. So he. Here's tomorrow's forecast for the 10th, um, a.k.a. today if you're listening. Um, A.M. is poor in our area and bad in the P.M. Oh, dear, cast. Um, it's the low of 30, high of 76, a 20% chance of rain. Uh, where's the wind? South wind, 18 miles an hour. Friday is looking great. A northwest 17-mile-an-hour wind. 10% chance of rain, uh, 29.99 pressure, great in the morning and the afternoon. Pretty much Friday, Saturday, Sunday, it's great for like a week. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, it's like the best Thursday, Friday, seen. Saturday, Sunday. Dude, it's looking good. It's all green. It's all just money. It's looking real good. So this is a dumb question. Um, when it says a northwest, does that mean the wind's blowing to the northwest or coming from the coming north? from the coming north. from the coming northwest? From the north. Yep, yeah. yep. And then deer cast. So at- why don't you do it the other way? That seems easier. Nope. Because no. I that's funny because I asked Kurt the same question today. I'm like, so is it blowing northwest or is it coming from the northwest? Because if it's coming out of the northwest, it's then blowing what? Well, when a storm front comes in, it's coming from the west, right? Yep. So it's when from the, the west. W- so when the wind comes, it's coming from the northwest. Okay, let's just let's make it simple. So if the wind's coming from the west, mm-hmm. it's then blowing east. Yep. So let's just say the it's wind's a, going east. No, no it's, it's a west, west wind. It's blowing from the west. <laughs> it's coming. Have you always done it the other way? I've never done it. I never. It, if we don't you, check back. When, when, you, when you have a storm front coming from the west to the east, you don't say it's an east front. It's a west front. It's coming from the west. It'd be like, I got hey, you. Hey, if I you're driving you. out here Usually next year what at the I'm saying, camp, I don't say, hey, Devin's coming from the east because you're headed east. Yeah, you're <laughs> coming from the west. 
Okay, now that you put it that way, <laughs> see, I like that, dude. Now I can remember that. You're speaking my language Devin right now. Just, like, went, You're speaking Devin my just language. All of a sudden, got respectful. <laughs> oh well, yeah, see, that's what I wanted. I like that. It can, be, it can be confusing. You guys have to remember, dude. I barely graduated high school. I'm more like street smarts than book smarts. You're an entrepreneur over here. You can't tell me you don't know fucking how the world works <laughs> <laughs> i didn't even graduate high school so that's the best thing ever i love that you and Z- i do yeah okay i'm out of this conversation no, with all due on respect. to the next boys okay i think we're done <laughs> let's get the hell out don't of end here. it on my bad note making me look like an idiot well, you got served pretty fast on yeah. some wind yeah, yeah. hey but you you're thanks wind. for explaining you that in such winded. a way austin that i could understand i think it, it makes sense it does it does, well, it does. Big, yeah. but hey i'm not gonna lie i do get your point yeah. It just was an opportunity to make you look dumb. Should I say thanks? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you? Question mark? Uh, hey, we're hey. just we're just buddies. I know. Chatting. I still love you. We're just buddies chatting. Dudes being dudes. Hey, that's, that's whitetail talk. Yeah. And I'm sorry. What, what do you guys is... say out west? Do you guys talk about the wind differently, or is it not that heavy of a combo? Wind's going up. Wind's going down. Okay. Thermals. Okay. Noted. Yeah. Hey, I'm sorry I said you tarted. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> All right, and, we, and the well, animals are running. <laughs> <laughs> One thing we uh, we did establish before this podcast is we asked Devin why he, you never wear a hat, and most people from Utah tuck their ears in their hat. Yeah, um, but we decided we're going to get you a visor, Ooh. so your hair can pop out. Is Eric going to make it? Yeah, we talked about that. This is going to be a handmade, homemade visor. One of one. No. If anybody wants a visor out there, write Eric and let them know. <laughs> Came on for hunting. <laughs> it's a dumb orange. One. Although I will say, shout out to Jay Gregory. He's the man. He wore a visor for a long time, I'm pretty sure. He still does, don't he? I love you, Jay Gregory, if you're listening, but pre- think, pretty gay. I think the hair's going away. <laughs> Visors are pretty gay. But Devin... But for- Devin, you should wear one. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll do it. Devin will rock it. Hey, you know what my dream has always been? Is to kill a big old buck in blue jeans. And if you guys want, I will add the visor to it. Yeah. Because I wanted to be like, uh, the visor made will take this away. But I feel like to kill a big buck in blue jeans, which oh, Trey's done it a million times, I know. But it's like the old school. And you know what? Heck, I'm going to throw in a, va- uh, a, flannel. a flannel as well. There you go. What'd you kill the barnacle buck in? Didn't you kill that in blue jeans? No. Oh. no. What about the cemetery buck? It's all camo. Or many, solids. How many meals you got over 220? Well, I've got four over 210. Damn. <laughs> That's pretty cool. You gotta think Respect. about it. That's well, I gotta right. make sure I said four right. Like, you know what I mean? I don't want to lie on a podcast. How many you got over two hundred? I don't want to short myself. Maybe we got five. Maybe we got okay, I'll stop. How many got over five or over two hundred? Four. It's impressive. But they're all over two ten. That's why I say two ten. Right. You know what I mean? All over two ten. Four over two ten. You should say that. Hey, now ask me how many got over two thirty. How many got over two thirty? Two. Damn. What's up? <laughs> See, you know, you should say I got two over 210, two over 230. Yeah, there you go. That's impressive. That is impressive. Hey, so I was listening to a podcast and you guys were talking about, like, you were talking me up, which I thought was super cool. And your buddy, I, I don't remember his name, but they were talking about, what's up? <laughs> you guys were talking about Kip Fowler. Do you remember that? Like, and then, so you're like, oh, my buddy from out west, he's killed a lot of big bucks. And then the other guy's all like, well, no, Kip, Kip Fowler's killed more or something like that. I do remember this. Like, so, yeah, dude, Kip Fowler, part. I don't know. Oh, oh Caleb Stillians. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, maybe him. But, dude, Kip Fowler is a badass, dude. Like, he's, like, solid. And he, he hit me yeah, up. Yeah, but he's how, like, how was his teeth look? 
But anyway, dude, he has killed a bunch. Okay, I don't, I don't even know where I'm going with this one. But no, no, he's killed a we're bunch. We're talking about teeth and bugs. You're gonna say how Kip Fowler's not as cool as you were. <laughs> no, dude, Kip Fowler's a badass, dude. Is he from Utah? And he has killed way more Pope and Young Bucks, dude. And we're like neck and neck on big old bucks, dude. So all I wanted to do is confirm that guy when he talked about Kip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kip and Matt, dude, they're both badasses. Do you know him personally? Yeah, dude. Yeah. That's cool. Yep. I feel like you don't. I mean, well, when <laughs> you say you personally, <laughs> dude, when you say personally, we're not like, we don't hang out like, like yeah, you but, do. Yeah, but you guys are aware of each other. And, and But like, we've like talked, we've met up, you know what cool. I mean? Like we've traded trail cameras, yeah, yeah. gone back and forth because he's a big front hunter. I'm a big front hunter. And that's kind of like how Kip and I met, you know? Oh, that's cool. I so, will say, Devin, like we're giving you shit because we're buddies and stuff, but you you don't put off the vibe that you kill like the deer that you do in a good yeah. way, like in a humble way, like same way like Chandler is. We call him the Lord as a joke because if Chandler was an arrogant asshole, we wouldn't call him the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> like it'd just be like it wouldn't be a good fit. Yeah, we're just like stoking that ego fire, you know? It's weird, but so that that is what is so fun about you. And same thing with Trey, like bit, real big buck killers, real consistent. Wholesome big buck killers or big animal killers, whatever it is, are not arrogant because they're arrogant and people just discredit them and they don't have them around because that's annoying. That's my outlook on it, I guess. That's that's a compliment for the record. Cool. I'm trying to make a compliment. <laughs> thank, thank you, buddy. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> With a question mark. Yeah. <laughs> I'm out, dude. All right. How, how how long is this podcast? Long enough, Doug. What do you got? Uh, good luck, everyone out there. Trey. <laughs> What do you got? Thanks, Doug. Yep. I just want to thank you guys all again. It was it was a lifetime of my life, and I'll just second Kurt what he says about Devin. Devin's he's the best Utah I know. Utah, you can say I said you tarted, and I feel a little bad about it. I'll be you should I like it? <laughs> well, it's just harsh, a harsh word. I like it. I can take it. Devin, what do you got? Well, so t- when's it, this podcast gets launched tomorrow? Right? Yeah. Right. We get done. I have to get do some work to get it up. So I still have till Sunday. To kill a big buck. Wednesday. Wednesday. Okay. You told your wife wrong. She just She's going to have to listen to this podcast. She just didn't hear you. So if everybody would say a little prayer for Devin to kill a buck one inch bigger than Trey, <laughs> that would be awesome. You got your wife <laughs> you know to be what? happy That's for you. That's a joke. That's a joke. I hope you do. My, my goal for this hunt, I think last year my buck was like right around 125. Right at Pope and Young. Yep. A solid buck. And it was like killing your first buck because that was my first time hunting whitetail. If I kill a 130, dude, pray for me for a 130. 130 and a half. <laughs> and a half. Boom. Not yeah. a half. Four eight. Get a little cocky. Four eight. <laughs> Am I being selfish right now? No. No, no you're that's good. fair. Cool. You're out here with goals, hey, man. I also want a second, Trey. Judd, thank you. Kurt, thank you. WCB, thank you. Because this is, this is awesome, dude. I love this camp. This, <clears> this camp is fun. fun. The, our studio just got a Eric, camp. Austin, Doug. Thank you, guys. Thank you. You're welcome. welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Michael with Leopold and his boy. What's your, what's his, what's your boy's name? Cole. Cole? Yeah. Cole's a badass. Uh, who are they with? <laughs> Leopold. Leopold. Cool. Leopold. Leopold. Sick. And and they've got a new thing coming out, right? No. Can we, can we say anything? No. no. What's the new thing? Easy. Don't, I'll do it. Give him the mic. Give him the mic. <laughs> they, okay, I'm going to give Michael the mic because they got something coming out that you guys want to hear about. <laughs> No, better than secret. Swarovski. It's all secrets. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, <laughs> secrets. Okay. It's secrets. I'll finish Devin. it. Lapold, 
Leopold. <laughs> Leopold. <laughs> Hold on, I'm trying to figure out like all the different ways to say it. Dude, I'm calling I'm it try- Leopold. I'm, I'm, try- I'm trying to say it wrong on purpose. They got something special coming out. <laughs> okay. Thanks. I like that. Michael from Leopold. Leopold. <laughs> <laughs> from now on, that's how it is. <laughs> I love it. God dang, this fell apart. Austin, Judd. Uh, you got to love this time of year. I oh, mean, oh, yeah. We live for it. You know, one time a year, we get all the guys in camp, and you get to see a buck like Trey's go down, brings us all together. It's mm-hmm. pretty special. Biggest Congrats buck of the year so far. Awesome buck. Yeah. Awesome buck. Hypes you back up when you see a nice buck down. He's like, all right. You need that. Yeah. Yep. Jodimus? Uh Keep it fun. That's a, that's a good <laughs> advice, man. That is good advice. Drink we, Mountain Dew. Hey, we've had fun. Yeah. 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 We've had fun. Eric? No, just good luck. Everyone out there was still with a tag, and... Thank you guys for coming out, making the trip, even though it's been a it's kind of a fiasco getting out here, but I'm glad you guys made it and had some success so far. Yeah, it all happened for a reason. Westy's right. in the house here. I think we got you guys outnumbered. Yeah, you could probably. Oh, yeah. Shit. You I might not be able to beat our asses because we're heavy, but you'll outrun us for no, sure. Actually, <laughs> yeah, <do that. laughs> we're one strong. We got one on them. <laughs> yeah. Close, though. Hey, we're just Eric, fat enough. I do want you to know I've got four Iowa points. Four? Ooh. Four of them. Oh, damn. Keep that in mind. All right. You guys better pull through because if he comes to Iowa and he doesn't kill a buck the first day, you're <laughs> losing. Hey, we need to talk. You're hey, gonna, you're going to draw yeah. a tag before Austin Hey, does. oh. Yeah, there you go. Unless he Austin. Draw. <laughs> yeah, he probably will. He I will. He, you actually will. Okay. Yeah, it's just going to cost you 28 grand. No, I'm just going to trade a hunt. Okay, that's fair. Okay. Well, then I got to talk to Trey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Trey, how can we do this? I want one of the Easy. big old velvet muleys. Okay, okay, I can do that. On the Wasatch. Not like big in your standards, but like a 170. Yeah, we can do that. Done. We'll do some trading. Man, Devin will actually be able to hunt in mule deer in Utah again. <laughs> you didn't even hunt in Utah this year, did you? Dude, do you guys feel like sometimes it's it's like more fun to like take your buddy out and see him like like Trey, you know what I mean? So, or like let's Trey, like let's you know, like Trey killed the giant. Like like for me, right? Because I killed the smaller buck. We all want to kill Trey's buck. But a better example would be like me. Is it kind of cool like to see somebody? That's how I would feel, dude. Like I would throw my tag in the garbage. Let me ask you pull this: pull it back Devin. out. Yes, my pull mule deer. Yeah, and dude, that's a prime example. Like I took time away from. Whatever I was doing, maybe nothing, whatever. But seeing you kill that buck, <laughs> Don't dude, say it like that. <laughs> but I, I'm just trying to, like, say, like... I get what you mean. Yeah, I get what you mean. Like, you killing that buck would have been, like, me killing a 200-inch deer, dude. 1,000%. Like, that was a special hunt. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's sometimes the most special it's hunt of my life. Like, That's the best hunt of my life. So my point is, Austin, come out, and, dude, you, me seeing you kill a buck like that would be, like, me killing a big buck myself. Yep. And more, like, I would enjoy that more. Yeah. That's kind of where I'm at, you know? And it's fun to swap a hunt. So if we yep. can do that back and forth, that'd be oh, yeah. really, really cool. Yeah. I, I oh, never yeah. realized that was a thing. like Because it's not common for us to have people from out of town hunt whitetails. It's yeah. not. It's a rare <clears throat> thing. It's like, oh, you guys want this experience? It's not a common thing for us. Whitetails are in this. I don't mean to play down whitetails in this, but people that hunt whitetails and live in whitetail country are going to get what I mean when I say it. pretty vanilla pretty bread and butter like they're everywhere in the midwest or everywhere in the east they're accessible right like you see whitetails everywhere but you guys don't yeah so it's cool when you come here and you want like we're in we're in the 
the Utah, the Wyoming, the Oregon of like if someone's going to go chase elk or muley, that's we're in the whitetail version of that. Mm-hmm. So when you guys come out here, it's I think it's exciting for us to give you guys that experience that already are experienced hunters. So we get to kind of tap into we don't have to you know like a new hunter here we have to teach them like how to walk through the woods, how to draw, how to all you know all that stuff where you guys already know how to kill stuff and hunt. So we just get to put you in our environment. So we're not stressing about the unnecessary details because you guys already have that. So f- to see you guys come out, love it, enjoy it, and kind of get it while we are into it is cool. Because I feel like from my perspective, and Judd, I don't know how, or Austin, or and, and you guys think, like, I think Westies, and that's like probably a derogatory term, probably think we're just like lazy and there's no game plan, there's no strategy to what With we that do. Dinner bell going off. Yeah, yeah. Like, really, really, honestly, uh, there's no calculated kills. It's probably what the majority of Western hunters think about. That's, de- that's definitely the stereotype. I, I even kind of had that mind. It's like, yeah, white tail hunters just, they don't do much. Devin, yeah. Michael, what do you guys think? Oh, Michael, you grew up in Wisconsin. No, though. but there's, I mean, back then, it wasn't the strategy that you guys deal with now. I mean, the strategy that you guys talk about, I mean, it's like move your stand on this side versus that side of a trail. You know, I mean, you're down to the down to the feet, you know, where you yeah. and, and stay out of there if the wind's not right and go, you know, find some other you guys got stands all over the place based on the wind and, and that's to me it's it's a whole different strategy game completely. I mean it's just right. as it's just as strategic as what Westies I guess do, but in a completely different adjusting to what yeah. we got. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah, it's really yeah. cool to hear Trey was shaking up, you know, for a white tail. Yeah. That was the best thing. Yeah, he's about. knocking. Yeah. Well I think we could apply a lot of this stuff to what we do there actually, yeah, better. You get some yeah. tree better stands. us. It well, not tree stands, but just <laughs> you know the wind location. Like you guys don't even go hunt that country. Like you just leave that whole area alone if the wind's not right. You know, yeah. As the western guys, we we'll try to like play around the wind, like you know, <clears throat> and really we'd be better off not even go hunt there. Yeah, like, just don't even go in there. Like you know, for sure. Yeah, rather, well, than, rather well, than risk it. Well, with us too, and maybe. This is another thing that applies. You know, I know we we're trying to close out, but it's just this organic. But, keeps going. <laughs> um, lame word. But with us, it's like 40-acre piece, 60-acre piece, 100-acre piece. If you blow a big buck out two times, it could be over. Mm-hmm. It's no like, uh, I'll get him in the next canyon. He's just over the over the ridge of that saddle. I'll glass him up again. We'll figure him out. He'll bed here, and we'll, we'll make a game plan. For us, like on my 40... I bump a big buck once. Ugh. Hopefully we see him again twice. Fuck. Yeah, you wait on the next one. He's gone. Right. Well, hopefully show, another one moves in. Yeah, they just don't tolerate it. You know, like like you were saying earlier, Devin, they, they live with us and stuff, and they only have pockets to live in. Essentially, we go into their pockets, they're going to find another pocket. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's not – you're not going to bust a deer – 27 times. 27 yeah. times on a 40-acre piece and expect to kill him in daylight around, at yeah. 9 a.m. in the morning. It just doesn't happen that way. A mature buck just won't fuck with it. No. The redeeming quality of that, though, is it's kind of like musical chairs because if one big buck likes a spot, another one's really likely to move in and stay there and get big. So Hopefully. You just got to be patient. Yep. It's a, a calculated throttle on, throttle off. When you know That's what's fun about it, man. If it was easy, the Girl Scouts would do it, and that's nope. <laughs> <laughs> nothing against the Girl Scouts, but you're selling cookies. Everybody loves cookies. You know what I mean? Easy market. Look at your boy. 
So <laughs> that being said, thank you. <laughs> Close out. On that. Listen, Jesus. Yes. That's what the guys I grew up owning with always said that. But anyway, thanks, guys. for the st- Trey, thank you for the stories. Devin, you're beautiful. Michael, thanks for the ad lib. And uh, you guys are the shit. You know what to do. Go shoot your bow. Later. <laughs> <laughs>